0: Hello and welcome to episode 354 of the Awesome Comics Podcast, The place with the small press makes one hell of a big noise. I'm Vince Hunt and joining me as always is the creator of the webcomic Vanguard, Dan Butcher. Hello. And he's had a jockstrap mm. designed by a famous fashion designer before. <laughs> it's Mr. Tony Esmond.
1: Not the man who did the Nazi uniforms. No, 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 no. no, 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 yeah, no.
0: Yours I'm was a big, now. it was a big gold shiny one, wasn't it? Yes. Hmm. And so I it, polished it, and everyone saw it in the nineties. That's that's a call <laughs> <Penny> forward, <laughs> isn't it? That's yeah. a call forward. Call cool forward. That's what cool. the kids doing. <laughs> yep. Um, yes, we're talking. We're we're talking a little bit about things like Judge Renner, et etc., because um, we're having a bit of convention talk with the uh, the mighty Lawless is is back this year. Yeah, and we got a chance to talk to the the organizer, the the mad genius who's running it all. Um, just I don't. know. She must be like. Powered by Red Bull and Duracell batteries or something, <laughs> something like that. It's just insane. Uh, Sue Hadrill yeah, has joins us, and it's a fascinating chat about the convention that we're gonna we're gonna be at. And uh, yeah, yeah, there's gonna be lots of He's fantastic. promised art. us a
1: suite of rooms, and all yeah,
0: stuff. so so ex- <laughs> so expect <laughs> so expect uh, some talk about the guests. There's some great guests going to that, wow. and lots of other stuff that you need to know in time, in time for the show in May. Yes, because conventions are back. How do we Soon feel about that? Okay. That's
1: a, I've got about two months of like non-stop conventions with That's my first one, actually. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I know, I because
0: know, you've got some... Yeah, it's going to be a crazy... you comes... got one of the
2: big ones for you too. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Uh... <laughs> uh, there's one where you're going to tell... The, story, the stories that come back from that are going to be
1: legendary. Sharing right. an right. Airbnb with Cliff Cumber and Adam Fout is going to be a legendary
3: process.
0: Yeah. 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 It's just for a convention, though. It's not fair it's not.
1: <laughs> it always starts that way. It always starts yeah, that a, way. That's how they get me yeah. into it, isn't it? I'll come and share our room on this convention, yeah. top yeah, and really. tail. I won't
0: touch At the start, of the documentary is: they were only supposed
1: to go there yeah. for a convention. It's, a, <laughs> it's got a pool and everything.
0: Oh, oh my word! Yeah. Um. But yes, be, we're gonna probably t- later on in the year we'll probably look back on Tony's summer of love. <laughs> but, and but it is a trip. Yeah, it is a trip. Do you know what else is a trip? Looking through all the awesome awesome comics that are available on Comic House. Our lovely sponsor, the Indie Comic Marketplace that we love. And they are just like us because they uh, love indie comics as much as we do. On ComicHouse.com, there's a huge selection of titles on their database. If you also self-publish, then go on, list your book on there. Uh, It's just another avenue to get your work out to a whole new audience of people. Uh, Especially if you've got digital copies, just gathering dust on a hard drive. Actually, does it gather dust on a hard drive? I don't know. What does it it do? A hard drive drive gets dust on it, doesn't it? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if you've got all your comics on a dusty old hard drive, then put them on the Comic House app. There's loads of stuff on there. Um, It's basically like Netflix for comics. Only £3 a month, you get access to tons and it's being added to all the time what great mm-hmm. stuff can they find on there at
2: the moment dan we've got the last homicide issue one pipe creepers issue one both of those written by frank the writer he's frank the, the writer video. who i frank the writer. writer frank yeah. the writer he follows us uh, he, twitter, fo- he you
0: follows, found out uh, yeah he follows us on twitter and i read one of his comics this weekend which
2: you're gonna be talking about shortly we've got uh, the last
1: homicide that's an interesting concept is that is that followed by the last suicide is that what happens
2: well, I kind of dug myself a bit of a, a ditch last time, didn't I? When I started talking about it, I said, hopefully that's not the last homicide and <laughs> not that I'm endorsing murder. Uh, so we also got <laughs> Sins of Prey, issue one, empty. Uh, also by Frank the Writer. We've got SCI, Superhuman Crime Investigators, volume two. And we've got Glass City, the story of A Missing Girl 2. We reached out to Dave Craner, the the author and writer of uh, the series. And it's not G- Glass City, as I thought it was, because it's set in a futuristic Glasgow. It's Glass City. Am I right there, T? I think Am that's it? what he said. Yeah, I think yes. so. Yeah. So if I've done that wrong, I have to make another attraction next week. Yeah. But you can read uh, Gloss City Volumes 1, 2, and I believe 3 all on the Comic House app.
1: Yeah, I've, I've read Gl- Gloss City and it's very good. Do that now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so there's all of that stuff and
0: more being added to it all the time. More. So, um, yeah. yeah, there's a 14-day free trial as well. So you've got no excuse. Go forth. Dive headfirst into the amazing world of small press and mm-hmm. indie comics that we talk about every week, and uh, yeah, I'm back on the comic. Like uh, you know, I you I know, said, I look
2: through it again today. Yeah, I was yeah, going yeah, to say yeah. if you're a fan of kind of 2000 AD, uh, hopefully you will be listening to this. Uh, you can read Rock and Rock of the Red on there.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. there's some Commandos on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and there's lots
2: of books there like that are written and created by fans of 2000 AD. Yeah, uh, yeah. and I, I think yeah, you can feel right. the flavour of that a lot of those titles in there. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's lovely reading it on the iPad as well oh yeah really, really enjoyed that um, so and if you're also if you're a creator you can add profile pictures social media links So, but and they'll show up on the app so if someone's read your comic and they want to find out more about your other comics and where to find you it's a handy way to because that's why I, I, one of the things I like about the app is you see a comic and the links are there straight away you know it's yes. easy, easy to sort of navigate Yeah. so it's great so go to uh, comichouse.com find out more today and uh, yeah who knows I think we should, uh, Pete's we're gonna to have to get Pete back on the show, aren't we? Yeah, it'd be a oh, good idea. I like chatting to Pete, yeah. it's funny, isn't he? Yeah. 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 Um but this week, um there's gonna be some nonsense talked about a bit later. I'm sure. But what? should we get should we get stuck into the interview straight away? Okay. Let's do it. Why 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 not? Why not? You don't you know, you don't want our waffling for the next twenty minutes, do you? <laughs> you, want, you want to learn about the great convention that is lawless. So check out our chat with Sue Hadrill now, and enjoy. We'll see you... I don't know how long it is, I can't remember. I actually lose all concept of time. It's about 50 minutes, I reckon. That's my guess. Yeah, yeah. 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 and it's packed with information. So uh, open up your ear holes, people. Okay, conventions are back. Yes, Uh, Tony's flying off all over the place, going to them, of course. Excited. Uh, Yes, and they're, they're back all over the shop, and one of them is the mighty Lawless. You've heard us talk about it, because the ACP has been there a few times over the years. Either looking lost or having a table, isn't that right, Tony?
3: Yeah, that's one. Yep. You had
0: a
1: helmet on, you had a Strontian dog helmet on, I took a picture of you once, do you remember?
0: Oh, that was a good day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it is good to see it back, and so naturally we want to talk about it more. And we're not just going to talk about it just between the three of us, because we wouldn't know what to talk about. So we've we've roped in the mighty Sue Hadrill, the organiser of the show, to talk about Hello, Sue.
4: Hi, how you doing? Yeah,
0: right, sir, you see we, you are. Good to see, see
1: you again.
4: Thank good. you very much for having me. It's good to chat to you guys.
1: Yeah. And you it's, caught, big... it's just the right moment. You yeah. said, What are you up to? I said, Oh, come on. Yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> no, time, absolutely. I was like, I'm on a mission. I want to do some podcasts. So, and you were, yeah, you guys were free. So, <laughs>
0: hey, see? I mean, we're free in every sense of the no, that sounds a bit weird. <laughs> <okay>. um, yeah. <laughs> wind that back. Yeah, wind that yeah, back. We don't charge um, for sex. <clears throat> I also don't edit, so that we'll can yeah. work against <laughs> me. Um, delete, 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 yeah. <laughs> How do you mute on this thing? Um, but no, uh, Lawless Comic Con is going to be back this year, 28th and 29th of May 2022.
4: twenty yeah. are going for a two-day show this year for the first time ever.
1: Ah, oh, okay, it's interesting. What, what yeah, prompted
4: yeah. that, Sue? Um, just interest really okay. um, we, we've got a, a really good community a really good contingent that that uh, rock up every year they most of them stay over anyway because they go out you know they get together in the bar there's always bark on it oh,
1: 2000 party. AD they go in the bar that's've yeah, yeah. <laughs> never heard of it. <laughs> um, so it just
4: it seemed a, a natural sort of a progression just to continue it on for the next day, really. Um, so and all the artists are up for it because obviously it means they get to sketch more and sell more bits and pieces and their own uh, promote themselves a little bit more. So yeah, everybody was just like, let's just roll it over, shall we, and carry on. So yeah, that's what we did. So we're going for a, okay. a two day show this year, which seems cool.
0: Awesome, which yeah, should, nice should be quite epic. And um, yes. for the, for those who don't know about Lawless, so haven't heard about it before, um, tell us a bit about how the show got started, because you've been going for quite a few years now haven't you
4: yeah so we started off as uh, initially back in 2012 um as as lawgiver and it was literally because i knew of, it was sort of back in 2010 2012 that the convention scene was really picking up you had lfcc and mcms and sci-fi yeah. weekenders and things mm. like that um and i happen to know from doing my own conventions, a whole bunch of guys dressed <coughs> up as judges. Um, and we were all chatting and stuff like that. And and I'm I sort of had a few contacts in different areas and wanted to put we'd been doing games days and one-day things and things like that. Um, and the guys who I knew was, who were judges were like, We we should do let's we wanna meet our creator, we wanna meet the artists. There, there isn't a dread convention. Um, so off the back of that, I was like, well, I can organize that. Um, and it literally snowballed from there. So it was because I knew a whole bunch of good guys who dressed as judges. I got in touch with a few artists. We set it up in Birmingham initially, cause I knew the guy that ran um, Eddie's um, Rock Nightclub up there. And he rented us out the space for a day. Um, and it was only, uh, we, got, we only had about six artists in initially. Um, We had about 60 people, 60, 70 people show up for the day. It was really, really successful. Everybody had a thoroughly good time. Um, And we made enough money to be able to do it again the next day, uh, the next year. And that's how it kept going. Um, And then uh, we had to stop it one year for the 40th anniversary of 2000 AD because uh, Rebellion asked us not to do it. So we had a year off then. And then the following year after that, we set it up again. And we set it up as lawless after that, just to expand more into British comics and away from 2000 AD. So I mean, it's still, I think, always going to be very dread and 2000 AD centric because that's the mm. nature of the audience. But um, it's really, mm. really good to be able to expand out to invite new small press and, and look at things like the Beano and Commando and just all sorts of kind of comics that are not Marvel and DC and your bog standard kind of everybody knows comics but mm. just a bit of everything and get people involved really it's, so, like, yeah, it's,
0: it's the british comic scene show basically isn't it that's yeah very fabulous. much so
4: yeah <clears throat> yeah i mean I it mean, was important to me to keep it as a community as well i didn't want to turn yeah. it into just a massive warehouse with everybody queuing up for a long massive massive of tables of artists for the entire day it's the the community where you get to meet your creators and the creators get to meet you and then you go for a pint afterwards is important that's what makes it such a good show i think yeah, yeah, I think
1: that's what used to make yeah, yeah, a lot of yeah. UK cons good because that yeah. bar scene was good. You know, it's good fun. That was, you know, it's almost more important than the sitting at tables all day. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah,
4: and it's
0: got but like because it's... it's at the like the Doubletree, Um yeah. in in Br- the Hilton Hotel in Bristol. It's got that for for me. It's got that wonderful Comic Con in a, in a hotel vibe. Do you know what I mean? That so it's a bit more casual. I feel I you know there's like I say there's less like huge warehouse with huge queues and stuff it's, it's it's a real chill vibe yeah i mean, no, I mean me I and tony were, we're wandering around just over and over just looking through things weren't we tony when we yeah were... some of
1: that original art do you remember looking at oh. that
0: oh
4: yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah oh of course yeah because 2019 was our last show and and it was the um tribute to carlos Esquera, wasn't it so you came mm. to see all the um the original Esquera art that we had displayed and stuff like oh, that. oh nice yeah yeah that was
3: good
1: yeah yeah,
0: so um, so basically, we can't avoid talking about it. the past couple of years have been a crazy couple of years for Just comics, <laughs> for, com- for for comics and comic convention organizers. Um, now you're coming out with a two day event, so you're coming back stronger than ever. Um, but you know what? We'll, but as anyone knows, like like independent comics, independent comic con organizers, etc. These sort of times they are sort of they're a not struggle but they're a puzzle to figure out it's hard it's harder work figuring out how to get to the audience keep the word constantly flowing about your show so that when everything comes back everyone still knows about Lawless etc and other, other shows how have the last two years been for you
4: We've done okay, actually, I think. Um, mm. As I say, I think we've built a really, really good community yeah. um, over the few years that we have been doing it. And it has been just a case of keeping everybody chatting and keeping everybody in touch. Um, the The first 2020, we cancelled it very last minute. It was just a kind of, sorry, guys, this is, we had started, because it takes about six months organisation. So um, it wasn't until I don't think February or March that we finally went, we pulled the plug on it and was like, we can't do this, sorry. Um, which much obviously we didn't do anything to replace it. So it was a straight cancellation. Um, mm-hmm. so there was, yeah, there's definitely an element of just keeping, keeping the spirit alive online and keeping chatting with people and things like that. And then in 2021, we did uh, an online convention and that was all via YouTube. Um, and we did it. Um, and that was really good to get the creators back involved again, cause it was just, just again, something just to keep people chatting, to keep people engaged and people involved. So, um, just to sort of wave a flag and say, we're still going, we're not going anywhere, but this is the, you know, see what we can provide for, for the community. Yeah, we um, took part and-
1: that, didn't we? Because we mm. hosted the drink and draw. Do you remember? Yeah, that yes. was fun. Yeah, that was, yeah, fun. That was a good one.
4: Mm. <laughs> yeah, cool. Um, so, yeah, it's been interesting getting it back on board again. Um, it's we've everyone's, but all the creators have been fabulous about coming for 2022. Um, we've had a, a couple of cancellations, mainly just trying primarily due to um, double bookings and stuff because I think their diaries are filling up very, very quickly as well. So, um, but overall, yeah, I'm really, really pleased. Everyone's been really on board with. Um, getting back into the convention scene and uh, getting out there again. So it's going to be a big one this year, I reckon.
0: Yeah. So, all right, are you ready for the test? Are you ready going for the them. test? <laughs> <laughs> so, so for all those people thinking, oh, who's going to be at the show? Who's, yeah, going at- who's going to be there? Who's going yeah. to be there, Sue? Who's
4: going to be there? Right, let's see who have we got going. We've got Mr. Brian Bolland. Oh, that's that's a good catch, isn't it?
1: Absolutely. I, yeah, I was yeah.
4: very, very pleased he said yes to us. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to meeting him. Um, uh, Mick McMahon. um nice. John Wagner. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's the other big one that we've got Um, Mike Dory yeah Um, and then Dave Kendall, Lou Stringer Dan Cornwall, Kick W Sally Jane Hurst, John Higgins Kim Fabry, Karen Holloway Simon Davis, Boo Cook, Tom Edlington Clint Langley uh steven austin eric peterson's flying in from america just to say hi to us oh. uh Ooh. lee carter ian richardson jim campbell anna morozova paul goodenough john charles uh david roach steve mcmanus and Bill, uh, ben Walsh are our maximum list of guests that's quite nice isn't it yeah yeah and we got a whole bunch of guys coming over from the 77th our sponsors we got sponsors this year by the 77th nice. and then for the yeah yeah they so, uh, yeah, I don't know if of of you've ever of thought of
1: this, answer. have you thought inviting Stephen Partland?
4: Ah, uh, I hadn't, know.
1: no, no, he's the uh, he's the MP for Stevenage. <laughs> I know right. it's quite in, in fashion to just, just invite random politicians to my comic convention.
4: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> satire, satire, satire. Great maybe we should do just set up uh, a stoning or something in the car <laughs>
2: <laughs> <that> I, uh... <laughs> for legal reasons that was a joke yeah. <laughs> and for
1: legal reasons 2008 fans would probably do it whoever <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> do a few pints yeah 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean that's um, a
0: hell of a lineup to come back
4: it with, is no, oh, massive yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah it's we now we've now got to the point with the show because of the size of the venue it is and we're trying to spread out a little bit more this year with where the tables are so it's not such a cramped environment um we literally have that's the maximum amount of guests i'm going to allow each year so we're now getting to the point where i'm having to turn people away or people are recommending i'm like we just literally haven't got room for you guys so i think 30 guests is or about 28 to 30 guests is kind of our our limit on artists and guests we can have in.
1: I suppose you've got to balance it against ticket sales and expenses and yeah. you know yeah. this sort of thing, haven't you? You really it's it's quite it's quite a coup getting uh, Mr. Bolland though, isn't he? He doesn't do everything, does he? You know, he hasn't done his... a
4: show in, in years. I think the last one he did was the 40th anniversary one. Um right. And that's all thanks to Stephen Austin and David Roach, who are quite good friends with him. Oh nice. Um, yeah, yeah. and they've been they've been singing the praises for Lawless for quite some time. Um, and Stephen popped us in touch with each other and we got chatting. Um, and uh, yeah, after after some chat, he, he, he said yes, he'd agree to come along. Um, and it's great, yeah. He's not gonna be doing any sketching. He is just gonna be doing signings, but it's a really good excuse for him to come and catch up with some old friends himself. Mm. So it's not just about the fans. I think it's just a, a good chance for him to come and say hello to people as well. That's um, cracking. That's great. Yeah. yeah. I'm a fan anyway. He did he did tank old covers back in the day. So I'm just like, We're not worthy. So I will, <laughs> be. I will, I will be right there with everybody else. Just like he's happy.
1: recently he's become quite active on social media. I know his Instagram has become
4: oh, very
1: okay. active. You know, he's putting like Fables covers up and you know all this sort of thing Wonder Woman covers and yeah he's uh, he's kind of got a bit more sort of visible I think I don't don't know why but yeah it's nice to see Mm. no it's really good to see
4: yeah
1: yeah and he's got that Apex collection coming out hasn't he from 2000 AD that artist edition thing yeah
4: which is really looking forward to meeting him actually because I'm I'm really hoping he'll be a regular I think I think he enjoys it this Mm. year that would be
1: great yeah I mean how do you go how do you go about catching names because you've got you've got quite the list soon. I mean is, do you have to do you have to catfish them all or is it you know? <laughs> it's getting yeah.
4: bigger every year, I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah it is. It's,
1: yeah noticeably Yeah. And it's yeah.
4: it's getting difficult now to be able to sort of pick and choose which ones to invite and which ones you've got to yeah, turn away. So yeah. who's been here yeah. for the last three years running? Okay, I can't invite you this year because I need to invite someone new and that kind of that's,
0: thing. That's also good to hear. That's really difficult. Yeah yeah, 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 it's, yeah, it's really
4: yeah. tough because you're like, I really love you to pieces, man, but I can't invite you this year. I'm really sorry. So Mike yeah. Collins is a great example. He comes every year and he's a big supporter, but I'm like, dude, I'm really sorry. I need to fit someone new in. Mm. Um, yeah. and it is just a case of getting in contact with them and just saying hi how you doing this is your invite out to lawless are you free do you fancy coming and join us for two days yeah. uh, we'll set you up with a table and uh, yeah and see if they're, if they're up for it um and it's a kind of this year was very much kind of first come first served mm. um i also usually put a, a shout out on the group page to say okay guys who do you want me to invite this year so yeah that's yeah. the way I get to know new names. So Anna um, is, is obviously a recent artist of 2000 AD. I think she's uh, an
1: ex-student of the Dundee course, isn't she, Anna, I think? Oh, yeah, OK. She did that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I met her when I was up there um, doing oh, that okay. um, panel thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: So it's oh, good to nice get her one. on board because she's yeah she's got some insight now on how to sort of get into 2000 AD and that side of things. Yeah. So, uh, Paul Williams would previously was another one as well. He was sort of a new a new art droid on the scene, and it's good to kind of start nudging in the new artists as well as getting the heroes in as well. Yeah, yeah. I think
1: that's where we met him, didn't we, Vince? We met him at Lawless. That yeah. Time, you remember? But, yeah, 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 yeah.
4: He's a good lad. I think him. I think yeah. getting all
0: these names is is very much it speaks a lot about um, the importance of a reputation of yeah, the audience. Uh, yeah, reputation, yeah. but not yeah. necessarily from the people that that are visiting not from the ticket holders the reputation when it comes to people who are tabling at a show mm-hmm. um for instance when you get in these guests it is that 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 word of mouth which brian bolland is is now yeah. there. um yeah. but like but like you yeah. say so, as the show is naturally growing exponentially and like you know you got more days there is an increase you know what are the, what are the pressures like to make sure that all the guests you know the, the treatment of the people who are tabling at the show that aren't just aren't just popping in and out but the people that are there essentially working all day are happy you know fed and watered
4: (laughs) all of that stuff
0: how has that how has that been how has that yeah yeah changed as the show has gotten bigger is it is it more you know have the pressures grown
4: quite a bit um, I think it's about the same, or I've just got used to it. I'll be honest. You've you become <laughs> okay.
0: numb to yeah. it, enough. Yeah, yeah,
4: I'm. I'm used to just, this. Is this is kind of what I do? Is I'm just mm. the run around type person who checks on everybody and keeps chatting to everyone, and it's spinning plates essentially. Mm. So you're just making. Who's sure the first
1: creator you ever said? You ever said, "What do you want now?". <laughs> oh, <laughs> loads, God. <isn't> it? <laughs> probably, probably us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh,
0: well, we we can certainly um, like agree to that because whenever we've seen Sue at the show she's going somewhere so it's like hello. To, oh, he took oh, talk about four goes trying
3: to try and interview her didn't he yeah. <laughs> <She> was dodging us <laughs> yeah. from ages yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah. You'll
4: never, you'll never get me moderating a panel. I'm crap on stage doing like an interview or anything like that at all. But you get me organising something. Oh, no, you
1: did the intro, didn't you? When we were there, you do like the. Yeah, I stand or, up and do you know. some kind
4: of intro and say hello to everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I get other people to do the actual hard work of the actual like, talking <laughs> together. You can do that. You can do that. I'll, I'm just going to stand in the background and do my thing. <laughs>
1: How do you panel's choose panels? Ago, yeah, it. that's yeah, that is quite a difficult. So thing,
4: this year it? we've got a, a team together. So there's people that have come to the show previously that helped me out volunteers and stuff like that so we've literally just chatting online in a group together I again I put a shout out on the group saying okay who's the artist that we've got what would you like who would you like to see in a room and what would you like to see them discuss because that's yeah. always a really yeah. good way of fishing for for subject matters that people are interested in and given kind of you know what your audience are asking for mm. um and then yeah there's a group of about five or six of us that chat online and we we start we kind of um put artists together in groups okay who's worked on this together okay let's do something like that and put that yeah. in and get them chatting about it who's coming out with something new this year like um Paul Goodenough with um his um Extinction Comet, rewriting Extinction is a really good one, I think, because that's been promoted a lot. Uh, and also climate change is quite big in the news and things like that. So we're going to do a panel with him specifically, um, just talking to us about, you know, what he's brought to the forefront and who he's been involved with and things like that. So it's going to be in, that's going to be quite interesting. And we only have specific slots that we can fill. So you literally you you fill out how many, what time slots you want during the day on day one and day two. OK, I need five panels. What should we talk about? With you? Who are we going to talk about? And it's just, yeah, and then it's just a kind of logistics of who's going to talk when and making sure no one clashes and stuff. What,
0: what, what awesome. is that balance like, though? Do you, I mean, in terms of, like, you just say you've got a panel lineup. Is there a, uh, dare I compare it to a mixtape? You know the importance of a mixtape? Yeah. Know that the, the tracks, the order of the tracks is hugely important. Is that the same same for panels?
4: It's a good, yeah, that's a really good analogy, actually. It's very similar to that. Um, We're not actually doing two rooms this year. Sometimes we do two panel rooms and sometimes Mm. we'll do just the one. This year we're doing just the one, um, but we'll have day one and day two. Um, and it's very much like that. You want to make sure you're getting a really good mix of the artists yeah. that everybody, to, you know, so the big names that, that everybody wants to see, you you make sure you're doing panels with them, but also a good mix of subject matter. So we're not just talking about the same thing over and over again. You're talking about the things that people have worked on what the, and and what they want to promote, what they want to discuss as well. So there's definitely a, an element of, yeah, pacing it right and just making sure it's spread out evenly with all the artists getting at least, you know, some screen time as much as you can with the artists that we've got. Mm.
0: Mm. Yeah. I mean, because the thing is I never get a chance to go to panels. I mean, uh, <sighs> well, I mean, yes. I no, usually there's... sit
1: at them because I want to look through the comics that i bought. <laughs> 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 yeah. Don't admit to that,
0: Tony, just in case Sorry. you go to a busy panel and people are like, what are you doing here just reading your comics? It's, it's, it's embarrassing there.
1: if it's a quiet panel and there's only three people there and you're sitting there reading this, you're <laughs> like, You know, it's <laughs> like... <laughs>
4: That's one of the difficulties of having two panel rooms as well. Is is quite often the second panel room down at the end of the hallway um, will only have a very small audience, and the yeah. big of the first panel room will be absolutely heaving. And both yeah, of them yeah. have valid panels going on, but yeah, you just you, you can't do both essentially. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So um,
0: but in uh, in terms of the rest of the organisation, um, what's the uh, is, this is in aid of a campaign against living miserably? Is that correct?
4: Yeah. So we've got made a couple of um. Sort of um, changes this year. One is that we've got a sponsor, the 77 of our sponsors mm. this year, which yep. is awesome. Um, and secondly, um, yeah, we we've got a, a charity that we're supporting. We've never previously supported a specific charity before. Mm. we it's been recommended, but in sort of previous years I've always been very focused on making sure we're raising enough money to run the show the next year. Um, yeah. because yeah. we've we've grown um quite nicely. Uh, we now have that opportunity to be able to raise money for a charity, which is quite fun. We've got the audience there to be able to do it um and campaign for uh against living miserably just seems the most appropriate one we've we've lost some of our audience in the last sort of 18 months or so um to, mm. to things like that and it just seemed yeah it, it seems the most suitable um as given our audience really
0: mm. yeah. yeah well yeah. i mean i yeah i think it's a it's a great thing to do isn't it to, to sort of help yeah. help out why you why you can as well as all the the comics and the and the wonderfulness that you know because people are no doubt going to be spending a lot of money at at this show, I know we normally do. Yeah, um, yeah so we. We're, we're doing
4: our tombola this year, but some of the proceeds from the tombola will be going towards Calms, is, is the oh, band that. And so English, English,
1: isn't it? Classic English tombola. Tombola. Oh, it. Oh, yeah. The American yeah, listeners it. won't. Have yeah, wh-
0: yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. What What is a tomb? Yeah, for our worldwide listeners,
1: what the hell is a tombola? And what is it? What are you doing with it? Yeah.
4: Um, so tombola is um, a collection of items on a table with a a number assigned to them. And you pay some money and pick a number out of, of a hat, and if it's if it matches up with the number assigned on the table, then you win the prize. Um, so um, you can. We win. had a loads of
1: goes at that, didn't we, Vince? Yeah, we did. We did. One, we did.
0: One, yeah, we one thing. thing, thing didn't we? Didn't we? It was there. Really yeah. yeah, it's that two p machine at the arcade. You just think, yeah. oh, just <laughs> yeah, just yeah. just one more, just one more. Um. We
4: could we could do some big prizes to go on it this year. I haven't managed to. That's one of my all my list of things to do is to get get some big prizes. I, I think our very first lawgiver back in 2012, Planet Replicas donated like a um um a lawgiver itself, like the replica guy. Wow! And everyone was throwing like twenty pound notes in. It was insane <laughs> trying yeah, to win the yeah. trying Just to win the replica lawgiver. Don't put
2: don't put the number in the box. Yeah,
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> unscrupulous people would Just do that. <laughs> Yeah. Um so yeah, that's why it's just always been remained very, very popular, but I do need to to sort out some prizes for it this year.
1: Yeah. It's It's an interesting place at Hotel because it has such a legacy of British comics as well, isn't it? I mean I was going to there in the nineties to the national, you know, it was called Bristol Comics Expo, it was the main national comic convention.
4: Oh Mm. right, cool. And I think
0: it was it was it was the last place that the Bristol
1: uh, was, we did the yeah. last
4: Bristol, yeah. didn't we? There, yeah, we had a paper yeah. Paper. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Alford used to run it, didn't he? Um, yeah, or, that's it. One of the yeah. on there, yeah. So he chats to me about it, about bits and pieces. He's a nice he? dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, one of the speaking about like replicas, that's one of the things I quite like about Lawless as well, is like seeing all the, the cool sort of replicas, and because there is a lot of people when you like like two thousand AD. I mean, not not being a huge toother myself but the, but the fan base just go to the next level when it turns oh, when it comes yeah. to the, the fan, uh, room, doesn't it? The
4: costumes, the cosplayers yeah. absolutely knocks it out of the park every year. It's yeah. awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and you've it's got stupid. that the, the the fan films that are made. It's just yes. everything on top of that is just unbelievable. Like and it's always what I like about it seeing it like up close is seeing the quality of it. You know yeah. I mean it, it's not like it's not like it's sometimes a cosplayer Oh, that looks good. And then when you look closely, it's all made out of like, you know, double-sided sticky tape. and.
2: Uh, and I don't you, know. We get a lot of that. I... Well. <laughs> <laughs> that's all, that's
4: all my costume. Shut up. Um, <laughs> any entertainment
2: franchise would uh, bite your hand off to have a kind of a fan base. That's yeah. kind of, as, yeah. I don't want to say rabid, but, you know what I mean? Yeah. I loyal. Mean, yeah, you're loyal. Loyal. loyal
3: yeah
4: yeah it is huge and it is it's is definitely loyal yeah and and but as I say, I, I love the community of it as well yeah. the fact that they're all a lovely bunch of people mm. and, and they're all there just to say hi to each other as well as just enjoy the day as well As well, it's just it's such a nice atmosphere
1: yeah I and mean, I'm with the 45th this year so mm. did you have to coordinate anything with the 2000 AD offices or
4: anything no no they don't speak to me at all oh they no were, yeah no. we we don't no rebellion I was just wondering
1: after you know them asking you to put it off for the 40th I just wondered whether you had any contact I mean, it was all seemed a bit a bit last minute didn't it they a bit manana their they one what, what?
3: <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> the forty fifth. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
4: um, no, no, I don't really have any, any contact with Rebellion That's why, one of the reasons we sort of moved to doing More British comics and things like that So, okay. so you weren't treading on any, any toes Or anything like that at all, essentially Fair play. Yeah. And found, it, needs like, it. There's, there's, yeah. it needs
1: it the, the British comics history is so forgotten Because everyone just concentrates on Bloody Fantagraphics yeah. or Marvel and DC, and you, yeah. people forget about all that. And,
0: what, and also, what, what yeah. we've heard, what we've heard, like certainly on this show, the past couple of years is how many times have we heard like the Cartoon Museum or some museum is doing, a, I don't know, a Beano exhibition or, or you yeah. know, just just
1: or Victor or yeah. Warlord or you know, all this yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: How yeah. have you yeah. found like, like since expanding the net to encompassing more sort of British comics, sort of culture? How have, have you found that?
4: I've not found a huge amount of change. It's still very, very dread 2000 AD centric. Mm. I think that's because our base audience is that. I found mm. more, um, more small press have been involved an awful lot. So that's you know, obviously yeah, the seventy seventh uh, are our sponsors, uh, but also a lot of small press and indie traders want to get involved as well to kind of promote because things like the kickstarters have taken and comic scene kind of stuff has taken off over the last couple of years. Um, so we get an awful lot of involvement or. or um, awareness of that an awful lot more um but i don't see and there's quite a lot of um um interest in things like commando and the war comics and that side of things so uh, we're one of one of our panels i think on the day is going to be surrounding that as well so we're looking at that including that in the program so there's definitely much more of an open interest in that side of things but um i think it will always be kind of dread 2018
1: yeah <laughs> yeah, <central>. yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 I mean, there's so much out there though mate it's it such great. a shame it's just yeah. it's just not talked about anymore i'm a no, huge
4: yeah. tank girl fan so yeah, i run my own con and i very early have tank girl artists <laughs> So my my yeah my my, uh, yeah, my, my one sort of creator I would always love to come to the show would be Alan Martin or Jamie Hewlett. Yeah. Okay. That, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just be like, ah, oh, you're i hero. only noticed, I
1: noticed today that it's 30 years since the first issue of Overkill came out from Marvel Bloody UK. Bloody hell. Yeah. Yeah. And that was quite a magazine, wasn't it? That right. whole Marvel UK thing, it soon gets forgotten, doesn't it? You know? Bloody hell. Bloody hell, I feel old. Yeah. <laughs> and you got Toxic and Crisis and, you know, uh, all yeah. these comics as well. Yeah. God. Yeah, Deadline um, there,
4: there does seem to be a growing scene, though. You look at Shift, which is sort of you know on the on the shelves now in WH. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, yeah, Space yeah. Warps, another one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's definitely much more of a growing scene again than there used to be. I think it's just they're finding different ways of distribution. I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, in, in terms of like um, organisation, going back to the organisation of it. Now, in terms
4: you're not of... organising your own con, are you? I'm, I'm right. Oh no! Come on, we're quite same We're not.
0: Yeah, to, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we 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 uh, played with the idea a couple of. Uh, couple of uh we had, a, we had a 200th
1: didn't we everyone just went to the that pub. went to the pub yeah yeah
4: i think that's pretty much how it all started really is because yeah. everyone just wanted to get together in the same point and i was like well here is a point everyone come to here and we'll do a thing and that's literally how you organize a con
2: <laughs> yeah yeah very
0: true um but what do you have like a as and You obviously have a, like a schedule in place as the, as the days loom as it, as it gets closer and closer and there's never enough time, is there? Before you know mm. it, it will be the 28th and 29th of May. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. As we're speaking, it's the 27th of May. Um, no, but like, do you have dates like for having the the layout for the the program? Last guest. Having having yeah, the panels good. in yeah. place. Having this, so you you know well ahead of time everything's locked down now we've just got to make sure that everything's going to run okay on the day
4: sort of loosely yeah um i'm i very much run a lot of it in my head and outside you know at my pc kind of thing and, and wing it as i go but that's just the way i've learned how to do it over the years i think I've i mean learnt- that's
0: bloody amazing if you're doing all that just <laughs> just you <laughs>
4: Um, well, you wear uh, a whistle.
1: I'd blow a whistle a lot if I.
4: Ever... I drive my other half crazy. I think because I just get a little yeah. bit zoned out. He's just running around after me, being a house husband, and drive, and going nuts at me because I'm away with affairs. Hey, so.
0: hey, we learned. He was he he was the technical expert when it came <laughs> to yeah. the. Digit-
4: yeah, and he does the stuff for me. But and he's sitting um, next
1: to you, so we know you got to be
4: careful. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no there's so so there's certain sort of place I, I'm I, I start in about November time and I start looking at the guest list and who I want to come along and start sending out early invites I try and lock down the guest list specifically sort of by the end of January the latest so we've got a list that I can get designed by our graphic designer to go up and then we mm-hmm. go live with tickets at the end of January um, and then a case, it's a case of the, the program I've literally just locked that down today because I know it needs to go to print. So in sort of when I've got about a month to go, this is now the type kind of when everything starts ramping up. So I know that the the program needs to go off for design so we can get that started printing. Um, but other than that, um, everything is just kind of. Making sure I've got rooms booked for artists and creators where necessary, um, and people can get there, and and everyone else is happy. And making sure I've got prizes for them to on. I sort of think of things during the day when I'm at work and then come home with like massive long lists of going, Okay, I need to do all of this tonight or this week. Um,
1: oh, shit. yeah, um, yeah.
4: So, yeah, is, just... it, is it
1: like a Kevin Smith movie where you've got to have a code for dead hooker in the room?
4: You know, that sort of thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my god. <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: <laughs>
3: John I... Wagner, you know, he's still yeah. a <laughs>
4: No, it's finding Glenn Favory's glasses. And... <laughs> <laughs> That's so middle
1: class, suit.
4: Yeah. <laughs> um, Ian Gibson's lost his shoe again. Where, oh, the oh now there's a fanzine. herding Ian making. Gibson back into the right room. <laughs> Ian
1: Gibson's lost shoe. I'm planning that. It's going to be four pages. Yeah, before. yeah.
3: yeah. Um, but yeah.
4: no, everyone, everyone's normally put... A lot of it is just kind of networking and, and herding people around and making sure people do the things they say they're going to do for me and stuff like that. So yeah. there's just a lot of sitting at the PC in the evenings and writing lists, essentially.
0: Now, when, when there's a one-day convention, right, let, let's get a little bit of insight uh, behind, like, sort of inside baseball on, like, what is what life is like for, like, the head organiser of a convention. Now, when everyone has lots had of a tea and I'm lots of tea. Lot of tea oh tea oh very <laughs> civilized i thought yeah. that was, i thought it's gonna be stronger stuff than that to be fair yeah. um and
4: the hangovers are too old for that shit yeah
0: now. yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah tell me about it um but obviously everyone. All, all the visitors have had a lovely day and they they leave and you're there to say goodbye as people are leaving when essentially it's all said and done When do you stop? When do you switch off? Now, it's going to be different this year because you've got two days.
4: Yeah. It's a weird one because because technically, I I think part of me switches off on the so so if we're running on the Saturday, part of me switches off when I I've woken up on Sunday morning. I will absolutely flake out and not be from the sofa all day. First, yeah, I'm yeah. completely wiped. But at the same time, there's still stuff that needs doing because you have to do a level of follow up on it. So you want to make sure everyone's happy. You like seeing all the comments online. You've got to share photos of everybody. Oh, you want to yeah. message all your guests to make sure they got home safe and everybody's okay. Um, and you're checking in with the the hotel to make sure there was you've
1: got to bail out. You know, <laughs> yeah, you
4: yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to go, got to go and find Jock who's still under the bar table. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's an element of follow-up definitely so i it's it tends to be just me sat on the sofa half passed out on my phone all day just talking to everyone that's messaging me and catching up with photos and stuff like that but it um, totally
0: is isn't it now it's like you have the convention and there's then there's the week after the convention because that's when everyone accounts and everything yeah yeah yeah, Yeah. and and like visitors are posting their 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 con halls and all the stuff they've bought so there's a certain amount of like interaction with them and like retweeting yeah. or like you know posting Absolutely. wherever and it's so it kind of doesn't stop does it really no yeah. no it's
4: it's it's easy to to tune out of it that's what i tend to find because i am tired i yeah. can quite easily just switch off and turn and tune out of it and it's i don't i shouldn't do that i should actually stay in with it and keep up the the momentum of it a little bit um <clears throat> but yeah. it is quite easy just to go i'm knackered i'm done i'm not a day. Yeah. Hours. Mm. but um yeah no it's it's like you say there's also yeah there's sort of accounting and making sure we've got rooms booked for the following year and that kind of stuff as well that needs sorting out usually about a week later i got to pay people i money too <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> i remember going to that hotel in the in 90s we had a with a buddy of mine on recently and we were talking about the old days when we used to do the convention in in bristol and it, i mean he described the, the the lady's face who worked behind the bar who just thought oh, oh comic convention that'd be fine load of old." You know? <laughs> and then it was just like they drank we drank the bar dry yeah
4: you know <laughs> that's yeah. Yeah. I remember I think one year the Double Tree didn't quite click on how many people were going to be rocking up for the convention and that they hadn't um they hadn't put any evening meals on. They'd just done their usual sort of snacky type food in the bar. right and So the following year I was like, guys, you need to be aware you're about to have four hundred people descending on your hotel for a weekend.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh my god. It's like a <laughs> Like it is. I mean, comics is a cult, isn't it? Really. Let's Yeah. Be honest, let's not beat around the bush. We've all been With indoctrinated. So, yeah. To be
1: fair, yeah, yeah, I always yeah. imagine the yeah. sexing. in yeah. And and
0: and, and the punch too. is safer to drink. <laughs> uh. <laughs> 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 um, but all right. Then, what are some of your hi- what are some of your highlights, Sue? Uh, oh wow! Since you started running the show, come on. Um, I'm
4: trying to think now. Um. It's all sort of runs in together after of this. Or or, do,
0: or, is it when I say what are the things you remember about the show? Is it a positive thing that pops to your mind or is it that time that someone ran through naked? Is it more
1: like PTSD? Is that what I, it's for? No, funny?
4: no. So. I, I, I kind of, I don't get to see all the cheeky stuff that happens really because I'm too busy running around organising. I get yeah. to hear everything. Like the whole, um, I think, like i say again uh, sort of running around the hotel at two in the morning i hear about the next the next day and that kind of stuff so a lot of it is stories that come to me through everybody else having a good time And i love hearing all the stories about you know people's nights out and stuff like that that's always really great um i always enjoy breakfast the next morning because because everyone comes up and says hi to you in the morning and and, and yeah. it's really just nice to to touch base and um see how much everybody enjoyed the show so that the following morning is always lovely um the day itself is um it's just great i love seeing the queue like that that's uh, 2019 for the um um tribute to carlos esguero was the first time we had a proper queue down the stairs and out the door and i was like i feel it's like a proper cool. convention now it's yeah. like yeah it's awesome yeah it's really really cool to see um yeah. i when we get the guests like when certain guests when we first confirmed jock was going to come along and i loved i'm a fan of jock for his work on the losers um and uh yeah, yeah, when he confirmed, I was mm. like, that was my squee moment there. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God. Was like, yeah. <laughs> it Fantastic. was really, really cool. Um, yeah. And I like getting the guests to everybody else once as well. So when we finally got Brian Bolland, I was so excited to take yeah. him on that because I yeah. knew everyone was going to go mental on, on that. And yeah, that's yeah, very That did, really so. made
1: an impact mm-hmm. in it. Are you got any yeah. other white whales that you want around that?
4: Um, no, I, like I say, Alan Martin, Jamie Hewlett would be my white whales. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Guests for Tank the Artists and, and the creators. Kevin O'Neill, O'Neill ever done it at all? or? Uh, i think he has or he's, he's either or he's been on my list and he's not been able to make it right um, have, you, have
1: you approached the big the big names you know pat mills ellen moore
4: neil gaiman i haven't um purely because um I, a lot of the time and um, the, the really big names like that are, are quite full in their um schedule so they can't make it anyway yeah
3: um,
4: and i think that would make the show too big I, I, this is okay the best that's a good point yeah yeah
1: um, it's not a massive hotel is it either no you know?
4: exactly and and this is the two-day show this is as big as it was going to get so we're not mm. going to go to and we're not going to hire giant rooms out or anything like that we're not going to change venues anytime soon this is like as nice as i and, and as neat as i can organize mm. kind of thing it's it's uh if it's, it's part of the
0: selling point as well though isn't it because yeah, it, it's, it's not sort not of like budget, a real it's a doing real it personal final, I guess, I mean, yeah yeah right? yeah yeah and um, there's the real one-to-one element that, like creators, uh, like fans will be able to just walk up to a creator's table. Yeah, you know no, I, mean? I
4: wouldn't say no to Carl Urban rocking up. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> who, who who wouldn't? <laughs>
0: um... <laughs> the man's a legend. I know um, he's awesome. i, mean, I love uh, him the boys I know, at the moment. As if we're yeah. watching the boys. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, his, his accent's a little bit ropey. in there. Yeah, his mum's accent though. I oh no, yeah, bad. yeah, his no, mom, his, mom, yeah. Hell. His accent's all right. Yeah, his accent seems like. Like he's a genius when you hear the people trying to be his
1: parents, but yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> no. oh my god, so what is that Australian, South African, London?
4: He <laughs> learned Cockney; you just went to Australia to learn it. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> I tell you what, though that that Dread film um changed the game for Judge Dread in terms of like people turning up to conventions. Oh, I reckon so. That yeah. that that uniform that that legitimate because let's face it not many people go walk around with the sylvester sloan jockstrap uh thing <laughs> <laughs> or, maybe just or that, dan, apart know? from dan i mean sure, surely dan yet. you've done
2: it they'll do that to troll <laughs> wouldn't they yeah <laughs> i think I, yeah. I had the art book for that and they went to some like big fashion designer to get that costume that's right isn't it design. hugo boss
1: Is it
3: hugo it be, be, I, yeah. I
1: thought i thought it was versace wasn't it Oh, it might be then, yeah. Yeah, it won't be Hugo Boss because he designed the Nazi. <laughs> no, <that> was... <laughs> well, there is some sort of... There's a line yeah. somewhere in there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know. I think that Dread movie is mostly rubbish, but it has some really good moments. The ABC Warrior. Hang on. Which, oh, you're talking about oh, Sylvester Stallone? So so the Stallone, right? Right? The, the yeah. Stallone movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's some good. When it oh. rises up above uh, Mega City and you think, oh my God, here we go, here we go.
4: You know yeah. what? I, need, I actually do need to watch it again just to, to laugh at it. I
0: Yeah, out. I think it's uh, get some popcorn and some beers in and just have a
2: laugh. Yeah. Um, they do the Angel family well. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, yeah they're, they're good, good, isn't it? Yeah, they're good. Me Machine's good. It's yeah. just that when I remember reading them back in the day, and it's said, "Oh, Stallone takes his helmet off," and you're like, "No, yeah, like, you can <laughs> yeah. do what you want, but that's a fucking line, surely." Yeah,
3: yeah.
4: I think yeah. it was mentioned quite a lot at the time of filming. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm hoping it made a lot of the creators a few quid. So that's the good yeah. thing about these yeah. things for me. Yes. You know
4: well, I mean, um, gone. No, no,
1: I was going to, to say, mate. No, no, got you. Gone.
4: Um, have you um, heard about the the Wagner auction that we're doing?
1: Yes, yeah, so I was going to just about to mention that. Good good timing. Yeah, so what's that about?
4: So lovely John Wagner himself um, emailed me saying he's got a one of the copies of the original screenplay for the 1995 Stallone Dread, along with the letter that he sent to the director um, with his comments on there, essentially. And he's donating it to Lawless for us to auction off in aid of the show. Oh my um, oh amazing was... that's brilliant yeah so <laughs> yeah. so um and the upshot being that his his comments were not particularly complimentary and uh, <laughs> <if he, laughs> what the fuck this... is this <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah um and he he suggested uh or strongly suggested rewrites uh, or that he'd be given the opportunity to rewrite which they subsequently promptly ignored and went ahead and did whatever they were going to do anyway um but yeah he's very very kindly donated the script and the comments uh, the mm. letter that he wrote to the director to to lawless for us to be able to auction off on you're going to
1: auction it at on the day are you
4: yeah so five o'clock on a saturday afternoon it will be the last thing on the saturday afternoon. they've had a
1: few drinks
4: <laughs> yeah, hopefully yeah, they're not
1: worried about what their wife thinks about <laughs> yeah. how much they spend. Uh, they've all been warned yeah, yeah. in
4: advance to bring some extra pocket money. And uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, ah. uh, one of our lovely guys who does moderating on our panels for us, um John Baverton, is going to be our auctioneer for the day. Um, nice. the bidding starts at 50 pounds, and uh, we're going to be seeing, yeah, seeing how much we can raise to, to oh, that'd be interested. How much it goes because there's,
1: a, yeah. go there's a few deep pockets in the 2000 AD crowd, aren't there? Yeah, yeah.
4: There's, a, there's a few extra goodies as well. There's a rock of the Reds football shirt going, and there's nice. some of the, uh, bits and pieces that John's donated as well. But yeah, primarily, it's going to be the, the 1995 script. That I'm gonna, I'm really interested to see how much that goes for you. Yeah.
1: Dan Cornwall's at it, isn't
4: he? Yes, he is. Yep, so we're great, a, I think yeah, he's
1: great man. I think he's the greatest find of 2000 AD for years now. Mm. He's
4: good.
3: Yeah, yeah. A I think I think I think Robert Lawless.
1: Yeah, Lawless was, was the first time we met him as well. I think. I think you're right, man. It yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been on the show, and he he's such a good dude. I think he's a real talent. Yeah. I think they nice. they they need to keep hold of him. They really Definitely. do. Yeah.
0: yeah,
2: yeah. We we were next to him, uh, troops, weren't we?
0: Yeah, true believers. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Gave up being I a bus driver, you. didn't he? I love that. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> now, what was the other thing you wanted to mention? Was the Noble Bolt? Yeah. Award winner. Yeah. Do you want to tell us about what that's about, So
4: Yeah, yeah, hang on, let me just bring up some details on it. Um, so okay. the um, the Noble Bolt Award was um, in aid of Dave Evans. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, oh my God, the other guy's name slipped my mind. Colin... Uh, Colin Noble, sorry. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah.
4: Um, so yeah, they recently they they were both supporters of Lawless over the years. I I've been mm. speaking to Dave Evans back and forth because he used to do our program every single year. Lovely dude. So, yeah, so, really yeah lovely. both of them. Stunning, mm-hmm. Both, both of them guys. absolutely stunning yeah. guys, and and always amazing to chat to. And it was such a great loss when they passed. Mm, um, yeah. gen- genuinely, I was really upset when at the news of both of them when they passed, and I wanted to do something that um that just in their honor essentially just for lawless um just to just for them specifically yeah. but also uh colin was one of these guys that just could never make it to the show for whatever reason each year uh, he, was, he, he lived had, up
1: in scotland didn't he Isn't yeah it? he was miles yeah.
4: away so it was a pain in the ass for him to get to bristol there was you know lack of transport lack of funds lack of you know being able to just get there with mates or anything like that at all so he was always an amazing supporter and he helped us out through doing um Um, just with panels and ideas and put me in contact with people and things like that. But he he was just one of these guys who always wanted to come to the show and could never make it. And I wanted to do something with that, where we did an award that, that, um, that allowed somebody to, who would not normally be able to make it to the show to come to the show. Um, Regardless, whether whether, whether or not they were needed a carer in a wheelchair or, or whether they just were were miles away and couldn't make it and and needed a flight or something like that. And whatever, whoever, um we did a voting system so people could email me to to with their um, nomination so we had a nomination um and people gave the reason why they thought this person should want to be should be able to come to the show whatever it was um and it was totally open floor so it didn't have to be a a, you know a big sob story reason it was just like this guy's my best mate and i never get to see him can he come to the show it could have been Really, really simple, um, and we chose. We had a couple of votes. We chose Richmond Clements as our nominee this year um, <clears throat> because he was a really good friend of um, Dave Evans. He yeah, they ran. Party they party. ran a lot of stuff together, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. yeah, and and he lives uh, in. Again, he lives in Inverness, um, so or it's that's his nearest airport to him. So, it, and again, he just never got it got to make it to the show. He never. He was always skint, and he just never managed to meet up with Dave very often, um, and it just seemed. As, a, as our first Noble Bolt Award, it seemed the most appropriate. So we gave him the award. We've managed to book his flights. I've got a hotel booked for him overnight. Um, and he's coming to join us for the whole weekend. Which oh, good news. A- Fantastic. And we're going to yeah. be doing it every year, so it's not a one-off thing. It's every year we'll do the Noble Bolt Award and you email your nominations to me for whatever reason, and uh, we'll and I'll just pick one I think is going to be the most suitable for that year. But you can nominate the same person every year if you wanted to, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and we'll just yeah, we'll just run with it, and we'll try and get someone to the show that deserves to come to the show.
0: I think it's a lovely idea. Obviously. Yeah, it's a great, great idea. Yeah. Really nice. Yeah. Idea. Yeah. Uh, especially like you know, I mean, we we talk about conventions and. We should always say at the end of it, we're lucky enough to go to conventions. Like when I was a, yep. you know, when I was a kid, I never went to conventions because I could you know, or even when I, I wasn't able to go to the comic conventions, probably mid 20s sort of thing, because they they weren't about, or they were too far away, or I didn't have money. There were so many things, you know. Sometimes yeah. we have to stop and go. Look, we're quite lucky to be able to yeah. do these things and go to these things. So yeah, to do something like this, I think yeah, good on you guys. It's I think yeah, it's brilliant. great stuff. Yeah.
4: Thank you. No, I'm looking forward to, to meeting him as well. it would be really nice to have yeah. you on. And yeah. I think, I think it, he's, he's quite think, good friends with a lot of people that are going. So it's a really Yeah, I know good him. Yeah, I've done yeah. stuff for
1: Dog Breath before and I've met him at that and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's a yeah, good yeah. Dude. yeah. Great, because used to catch up. It's yeah. going to be a big weekend in Bristol anyway that weekend, because isn't it the Street Art Festival as well that weekend? I
4: heard, yeah. yeah. They got is a it Art Fest?
1: Is that, is that the one, Vince? Oh, is yeah, Art Fest. Is the, yeah, yeah. That's the bigger
0: Street Art Festival. Um, graffiti. That be why and, all the hotels yeah. are full. <laughs> oh, is that yeah, the reason? Yeah, it's um, pretty. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of like um. We were Harren. lucky because with our
1: press pass, we get we get a free suite. <laughs> um, Which one have you gone yeah. for, Tony? Have you gone for the Worthers? I've, I've gone <laughs> for the sunken bath, the tub for two, the uh, tub for three. <laughs>
0: um But yeah, yeah, Upfest. Obviously, Sarah Harris, feel free to correct me because um, um, yeah, so told me about it actually. Yeah, yeah oh, okay. I, I think there's like one long line. There's like a there's almost like a little map of people doing like live art, graffiti art, as well as exhibitions and all kinds. That one, it's, it's, yeah, it's great stuff. So it's going to be a very creative and artistic weekend
4: in Bristol. We are actually—I wow. forgot to mention—we, um you know, I mentioned we have um, two panel rooms. Normally, we do yeah. panel room panel room two. Um, and last year, last time we had the Carlos Esquera uh, exhibition. This year, um Graham bleetham's bringing on a ton of his art, and he's known for doing all the Thunderbird cutouts art and stuff like that um and he's got a oh, ton wow. of stuff he's going to be de- displaying so we're going to set aside a room for him to come along and, mm, and that'd be interesting
2: to-
0: brilliant
4: yeah working
0: nice. well, which, will nice. Nice. So whole, which will be quite nice nice so there's a whole there's a smorgasbord yes I Ross, just you, to yeah, yeah, a lot just, of
4: stuff going on yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah yeah
0: um so yeah well i mean we're looking forward to it it's gonna be great yeah. great to have lawless back and we've always yeah. had a chuckle there. I've got yeah, there yeah yeah there's a great atmosphere and like you know, be prepared to take your pocket money, people, because there's plenty of <laughs> to, pick, to pick up. And uh, you sort of, yeah, no. um, I mean, how are you feeling at the moment, Sue? Are you feeling A bit of Energy,
1: right. energized. Yeah. yeah, yeah, doing all
4: right actually. I'm. Um, it's good to chat to you guys because it sort of reminds me what I'm looking forward to and everything. Yeah, well.
1: gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 it's like the seven stages of grief, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we're we're,
0: um, we're aren't we the first stop on your uh, forthcoming promotional tour?
4: Yes, but, you yeah. are definitely yeah. I'm doing, <laughs> yeah. I'm doing the podcast tour at the moment, but no we're doing the no we're doing all right we're we're on target to do to be ready to to rock on the day um we've nearly sold out of tickets we've got about yeah. twenty weekend and Saturday tickets left um there's there's quite a few sunday tickets um but we're yeah we're running definitely low on saturday mm. weekend tickets to so get in there quick your weekend tickets um and there's not going to be tickets on for sale on the door at all it's all advanced so oh, yeah ah,
0: okay. ah, right, okay. ah, that's good to know and speaking of which what other things if people are thinking to come to coming to this show what other things should they be aware of or should they know in terms of like turning up on the day should they print their tickets out you know a mask etc you know what what kind of things yeah. do you want to tell people
4: we have a very, very high-tech way of getting everybody through the door. You tick off your name on the list. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, no expense spared on that side of things. Um, we're In terms of um, social distancing and things like that, so I went to a convention at the same venue back in um, October last year just to sort of test the waters and see what people would put, what protection was going in place and things like that and how it kind yeah. of worked out. Um, and it was a lot less people than we're having to our show. Um, And they had rules all day for sort of wearing masks as they were wandering around um, and sort of um, when they were sat in panels and things like that. Um, There was definitely, because of the nature of the venue, Uh, as in any venue, really, um, sound carries. So it's very hard to hear people talking. So you're trying to have a conversation with someone across the desk in front of you, but you can't hear what they're saying Mm -hmm. very clearly because there's a lot of atmospheric sound Mm -hmm. around. So a lot of masks were dropped very quickly is one thing I noticed uh, at the show that I went to last year. Um, So... We're spreading everybody out an awful lot more. So the artists and the traders are going to be spread out over two or three rooms an awful lot more. We've reduced the number of traders we're having this year to try and sort of um, make sure no, that people aren't cramped up as much. Um, and uh, But other than that, it's... Um, it's kind of full steam ahead. I've had to treat it that way. It was either going to be we were going to cancel the show because of too much crowding yeah. or we were going to yeah. run with yeah. it.
1: I and think people are quite it. comfortable. I mean, it Thought Bubble is months and months, what, six, seven months ago now, isn't it? Yeah. You know, with that, that was a result. There's a good number of footfall at that, as I understand <laughs> yeah. it. So Wear a mask. Yeah.
4: Definitely wear a mask. It's always always recommended that everybody wears masks, but we're not going to beat the heel over the head if they're taking masks off to have a conversation with a person next to Or
1: one. drink a pint. Yeah,
4: or drink a Yeah, pint. or
1: straws, <laughs> straws are available. <laughs> yeah.
4: Straws,
2: paper, oh, paper right straws, take. Paper yeah, straws. Obviously. Yeah, I've got to buy yeah. some
4: lawless <laughs> limited edition paper straws. <laughs> um I'm trying to think what else do you guys need to know? Um if you're parking on site, make sure you put your park your registration number in at the desk on the front desk if you're gonna be parking at the There's a number.
1: limited number of spaces uh, there. It's not exactly massive, big. is it? Yeah, yeah. 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 But that's
4: the main one that everyone always sort of um, is unaware of, is that yeah, if you don't put your registration number in at the front desk if you're parking on site, then you're gonna get fined um so do be aware that yeah we're not selling tickets on site um and if you want t-shirts this year they're on lawlesscomiccon.co.uk we're selling all our t-shirts online this year so uh yeah if you want any hoodies or guest list t-shirts or mugs or baseball caps or any kind of merchandise head on over to the website and go and pick up your goodies
0: and that's where you can get the tickets as well yes
4: yeah yeah yeah, all tickets there's a link to it's by a company called ticket light but the um yeah the link is on the front page of the website so yeah
2: Right. If, if they oh, want to pick up any kind of further information sue uh, where where they want to head to
4: um the facebook group's always a good start um there's uh, if you just literally google lawless comic or uh, type lawless comic con into facebook it'll bring up the group and you can join up and message me there um or uh lawless comic at hotmail.com you're welcome to email me if you have any questions or anything like that at all but usually i'm um, yeah available via the group brilliant
1: and there's no more yeah. trader tables left, are there, as I understand it? No, Is right? all
4: done on trader tables. We yeah. only had 10 available. They have all now sold out, but it's two traders per table, so you and a mate to help out and uh, bring all your goodies to sell. But, yeah, there will only be 10 traders, and all tables have now sold out. Nice. So,
0: and very importantly, are you a caffeine drinker, and what do we need to bring you when
1: you're uh, flagging? uh I'm, you got you uh, got a uh, hit flask on the go yeah i'm guessing
4: usually it's usually rum tucked away somewhere <laughs> 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 quick quick niff in the corner there uh,
0: <laughs> so um yes we're looking forward to the show and uh, yeah we'll, we'll look for well, knif- it's a great know. website mate as yeah. well. I, I really like the yeah. website because it's, it's very got, like, clear videos very embedding. clear
4: i had to learn to website design to do that
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, well, i'm not well, a website designer so well it's it's better than a lot of people who have probably hired someone professionally yeah. to yeah. do it there's some <laughs> ropey you. convention especially when it comes to a convention website sometimes yeah. there's some real ropey ones yeah i've seen yeah.
4: some ropey ones yeah. yeah i have to um shout out to david shires who does all our graphics this year because he's done all the headers and uh, all the logos and everything for us this year he's a sound job for me yeah oh, nice mm-hmm. lovely he, uh, lovely uh,
0: branding yeah Yeah.
4: it is yeah it's really really nice we're gonna i think we're gonna keep that that's gonna be now the lawless comic con we'll change the backgrounds and some of the coloring and stuff Mm. but that actual just the the fonts with the line underneath it is gonna be a a standard thing yeah that works the brand it's really cool isn't it
0: nice (laughs) yeah and now you're legit
4: uh, as soon as you've got an
0: official logo that you get as soon as you start calling it branding
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah. you yeah. know you're stuck for life. Now you can't actually leave. Yeah, 2018 yeah, is, no, is isn't it? If you try and stop doing this convention, they will come after you and kill you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're
4: they're going to hand it over.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you never know, folks. You might hear again from Sue um, when we are at the show because we'll probably yeah. grab a bit of audio here. and then. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, How's it going?
1: You'll be one of those. How's it going? he will be one of those. Won't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Help yeah. me! Help <laughs> me! <footsteps running> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, or we'll just sort of say, "There's Sue. She's chugging the rum again."
1: Be like, "Dead <laughs> hooker in Dave Broughton's room again." I'll be like that. <laughs> Sorry, Dave, I'm joking. Sorry. in so yeah, yeah, yeah. glasses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: Dave Thank, kill them. Yeah. No, <laughs>
0: Thank Dave Dave you, you for it. joining us. Sue, you've been an absolute star as always.
4: You're very welcome. It's good to speak to you guys. I'm looking forward to seeing you at the show.
0: There you go, folks. Lawless. Put it in your calendars because. Because we'll be there, as will a whole shit ton of amazing uh, creators. So yes, I'm
1: looking forward to that one. It's yeah. a nice to small con. We can wander around, have a laugh, go to yeah. the bar.
0: Yeah, yeah. When our feet get tired, we can go sit down and have a cup of tea. Yeah,
3: because
0: yeah. we will. We're not look. We're not messing about anymore. We're not talking about oh yeah, let's go have some lot like, of beers and all that. It's normally go it's like oh, it's normally oh. I tell you what, my back hurts. Should we have a tea and a biscuit? So a cup yeah, of tea? there's no yeah. more strippers for us. Uh,
2: yeah. Uh, <laughs> Those days are long gone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but we've still got the rest of the show to do. So yeah. uh, speaking of the rest of the show, as if there's some sort of format to this fucking madness that we do every week, have we got
1: any shout-outs this week, Jens? I've got four shout-outs. I have a few. So, um, so DUI 2. still a few days to get your submissions into Eamon. Um, Eamon Park is the editor for issue two. Mm. Um, I want to point out, it's original material and the original ideas only. Um Please submit a pitch. You can go to mcbcpodcast at gmail.com. Get your pitches in. He's had quite a few, but um, I think is, it was a uh, comment.
2: Is there any theme or is it just anything?
1: No. There's, any there's, a, there's a, okay. a, a cancer charity that we'll be raising money for, but uh, otherwise, yeah. Real? Uh, I see I see Pete Dory's posted some of his work on there. It. It's cool. So oh, everyone's, everyone's doing some great stuff. Um, there's a, a book that's um, probably just about finished on Kickstarter called Down Below, a Greek myth noir anthology. who have um, asked us for a shout out. Um, have a look for it. It's being released at Thought Bubble, um, but it's, it's, it's done its money now. Um, it's got a cover by Stephen Mooney, um, which looks really good. I'd, I'd, I'd say I'm sad I missed this one, but it does look really good. Um, our buddy Rory Donald is putting the final touches to Space Boy and the Future King number three. They'll be launching all three issues at once. Watch out for that. Um, oh, wow. We'll certainly be giving it a shout out when it's, um, it hits Kickstarter. Anything? Well, I back anything by Rory because he's great.
2: That's interesting. Doing all three, like essentially drawing what sixty odd pages. Or, I'm guessing. That yeah, I'm yeah. Guessing that's what
1: he's doing. Yeah, yeah
2: that's yeah. going to be quite a lot of slog because essentially you can't share any of your work. And yeah, see so the you odd could get bit, don't you, on yeah. Facebook and
1: stuff? Yeah. Mm. Nice work, Rory. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, Grimland Ascension is a grim and dark sci-fi one-shot that is getting released next week. You can follow them on Twitter at Grimland. G R I M L A N D, Grimland underscore comic for updates. Uh, Gareth Hopkins has a Patreon. I know we mentioned Gareth quite a few times, but yes. he has a Patreon, which I am on. I'm, I'm on a that. subscriber to that. It's very good. I need um, to get on that. Right. Yeah, it's a good one, man. It really is. <clears throat> and it's a regular, you see nice pages every, it's day. every day. Yeah, almost. It's like the early evening, isn't it? You tend to see a yeah. page. Um, one of our writers of the year last year um, also watch out for his new comic, Jet Wash Trampoline, which is a great title.
2: That is a great, yeah, mm, yeah
1: great title. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at GRThink, G-R-T-H-I-N-K, think. You can follow him on Twitter, I certainly do, and he's um, well worth following. Um, our buddy, comic creator and host of the Lakes Comic Arts Podcast, has her new comic debuting very soon, at Mac Powell, um, the, the convention in Macclesfield, which we've talked about in the past, that's going to be in July. It's called The Wonderful Whimsical World of Wildlife. <laughs> I said that, I successfully said that Well done, yeah, so, well well done you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Follow Nikki It's at Nikki Draws Nikki is N-I-K-K-I underscore Draws On Twitter Now I've heard a little bit about this I think she has spoken about this in um, podcasts and stuff But I think it's got something to do with her Dad used to work at Whipsnake. Okay, I think it's the same one I've not confirmed it with her, but that she, she did tell me she was thinking about working on or started working on a comic about that. If that's the case, that's going to be funny because she's told me some of the stories.
2: Is that where she met um, Ian? <laughs> oh this is disrespect then. <laughs> I guess there is a certain amount of this. Oh, Ian's a
1: big lump. You want to be careful. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Vince told me to say that. <laughs> what? Yeah, but get it. I'm going to, are you ready? I'm going to say it. The wonderful, whimsical world of wildlife by Ian. Yes. Nick, uh, yeah, so it, Nicole Bates, go go and find that So that's um if you're at MacPow, stop by and get a copy and then I suspect it'll be online. I think she's been at that convention we were invited to, the Swansea one. Oh, weekend. fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw her and Ian posting that it'd been like it'd been a good selling convention. So that's good news. Oh yeah, we wanted to get a bit of feedback about that. So uh Yeah, yeah, maybe we'll ask him about it. Yeah, yeah. Mm, good sounds stuff. good. Good there, my ones, guys. Dan, have you got I, any?
2: Yes. Uh, I did this last <laughs> week, I'm looking forward to doing it now. Dun, 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 dun. hi i'm steve tanner of Timebone comics i'd like to welcome <laughs> you to the forwarding campaign for spectrum a color he, should down, sell shit. Comic he should be charging for this yeah yeah <laughs> featuring the three new and original comics adventures set within the world's created by jerry anderson we've got new captain scarlet new space break and new terrorhawks and that's already smashed past its goal and they're now just chasing uh the third stretch goal so yeah let me see what the stretch goals are if you will just bear with me. Um, Steve's,
0: Steve's really good with his kickstars. He's like he's... he treats them as a pre-order, doesn't he? So yeah. I think this is done, isn't it? Yeah.
2: Oh, like, <clears throat> yeah. He has a prince uh Hawk print and then the next one's a Captain Scarlet print. So nice l- I
0: I love
1: when I was a kid. It was, yeah. Zelda used to fucking terrify me. Scared the fuck out of me. You look yeah. like a girl I went out with If you go um, <laughs> if you, if, I think if, if it passes 100k he's going to give you one of his nice jackets he told me oh wow wow that's yeah, a, good to a, account, lucky, a lucky winner
0: yeah wow blimey he's like joseph in his technical dream coat isn't he? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Apart from when he takes it off and we don't spot him in pubs
0: yeah yeah and then he just looks at me like he's gonna stab me anyway <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh dan how do you follow up that
2: come on follow. have you, you got any no more one? no none, none oh more. oh so Aww. you just had all your energy built up for that just one done yeah yeah like uh chat that's going to come after the. Uh... You got perfect pitch. <laughs> what, you what you before? Yeah, yeah. don't know when we're loading one go. The
0: well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> back to Wembley. Eat, eat, eat a banana. Get your energy back. Don't um, <laughs> eat pineapple. Now. <laughs> Hello. That that noise you did at the beginning of that. That's perfect the pitch. That's the Thunderbirds one, wasn't it? What isn't it? No, that was a Captain Scarlet. Is that the Captain Scarlet yeah, Captain one? Captain Scarlet. What did Thunderbirds mm. had? Oh no, that had five. That's the one. Numbers or go. Yeah,
2: but he yeah. used to do that uh, when Captain Scarlet when transitioned between scenes.
1: Do you remember? Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Captain Scarlet had the best like intro though. We just heard that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I think Captain Scarlet was more uh, my era, but I never really watched Terror Hawks. Although it genuinely, was a nun um, at my school that looked a bit like that lady. Back in hell. And um, but the, the other one. What's the other one? Space precinct. Mm. I've got a very interesting story about how I had dinner with one of the directors of that, and I'll tell you afterwards. It's not, it's not fit for air. Oh wow! Her. wow.
0: But, uh, yeah, wow. You know what is fit for air though? Some fantastic recommendations for our lovely nice. listeners. Nice. Um, now we've got, a, we've got a few We're bouncing around, don't we? How many about have you five got? Five and a, we... How many have you two. got? You got two? two. Dan, how many you got? Dan. 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 Dan, Dan, Dan. <laughs> this is this is where I put in the Alan Partridge sound. <laughs> Dan, Dan. He's still there. I can still see. His yeah, cute I, I, face. I, I, I can see. it. I can see his face. Oh, he's gone. Oh, he's gone. He's left us. Dan has officially left the show. Um, I think, as we oh, were, because no. we were talking about all of we were his talking uh, about his singing. Yeah. Um, well, do you me I, to do? do
1: you want me to do one, and then we hope he comes back. Yes. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, because I've got two. Uh, what, yeah. Oh, you got two as well. Yeah, so we have got yeah. six in all. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, you go first then, baby cakes. You go first. Uh, oh, he's back. No, he's, he's back, back now,
0: Dan. Sorry, the internet oh, yeah. bloody went out. Oh, oh God, dear, how God, many? God, how many God, recommendations God. you got, Dan? Two. Oh, we well, maybe you should start then. If if you're on living you, any of this, Don't if, it, no, I'm not going to. If you're li- <laughs> if you're living on borrowed time, Dan, then you go first. Yeah, you go
2: first. Slip in early. First one is black Coffins. Oh, I got them from no sleep uh evo Zone publishing uh it's okay a story by marcel dupre and joshua metzger a script by joshua metzger with art by carola Borelli, colors by agnes Pozza. letters by roberto megna and edits by marcel dupre it's an absolutely lovely looking comic this one. Oh, nice uh, i heard about this yeah this is when i saw i think we did like a, a couple of weeks back or even a month or so back we said like, are you running the kickstarter give us a shout out and we mentioned on the show I think I mentioned this one, and I uh, oh, fuck it, I'm gonna back this because this looks great. Uh, essentially, it tells a story of a, uh, a young woman who's uh, set in the Wild West. Uh, she's hung, killed by a posse of men, and uh, a parent like the angel, an angel of death, uh, appears and says that I can give you your family back, but you've got to go and take out, you've got to fill these black coffins for me. And the story kind of essentially ends up there, where she's riding off. Uh, but throughout, you get flashbacks and telling you how she got to this point in her life. And there's some tangents from her youth when she's a kind of younger woman to where she becomes a mother. Uh, it's an interesting story. I'd like to see where it goes on from there. Oh, there's like mentions of double-crossing. What they they're asked her to do is not quite on the level. and uh, she's an interesting character. Not you, you know, you expect kind of like, right, this is the first issue. They're going to make the the lead character quite kind of well rounded out but she's quite uh brittle and uh harsh to the, the other people around her which i didn't expect to read so it was, it was a nice little turn so uh i have to keep an eye on for the, the second issue of the kickstarter that one but, oh, yeah nice. oh, wow go, go check that one out yeah wow going back for the second issue kickstarter yeah
1: hmm. i do that occasionally i don't do it but, a lot Yeah, so, yeah, yeah yeah
0: yeah so yeah, yeah. I, th- I think that's quite an interesting topic for future discussion actually sort of return business yeah. to a kickstarter when we talk about that i think if
1: you're doing a series of issues as um, i've done it on a couple of things but if you're doing a series of issues you know bang 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 you've got to put them out very regularly
2: yeah
1: yeah there's no point putting one out in 2019 <clears throat> and putting the next one out in 2022 there's no point in doing that i think
2: mm. you know no. it's kind yeah. of uh, yeah you like <laughs> that kind of all the energy in
1: Continuing stories yeah.
2: forgotten. Yeah. yeah. I do like the kind of standalone comics and then, like, if they revisit it, but it's, a, it's another standalone but with the same characters around the same thing. Yeah, yeah that's fine. That, but, yeah. Yeah. but a continuing series can be a tough one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so that's yeah. my first
0: one. Cool. Okay. V, uh, okay, I'll go next. My first one is from Frank the Writer. Hey. Me. Hey. Yes, um, <laughs> I read this on Comic House. Um, and this is The Polar Paradox. Um now, there's two issues of this, and I finish one and immediately finish the next one. So that, that sort of says it all. It's a nice sort of cinematic feel. Basically, here's the setup Antarctica, one of the last frontiers in the world, and that's just above the surface, deep below the ocean. Ice is. Deep below the ocean ice is an unexplored alien world unlike anywhere else on the planet. It's a place so incredible no scientist could resist until a research team goes missing and a trio of elite divers are sent in to rescue them. Their mission is dangerous, downright impossible, and we'll uncover a mystery that could unravel the Earth as we know it. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed this. Um, I tried this and looking at the cover now on the website, I can see how um, part one and part two, the covers kind of sort of fit together okay um yeah. because you have like characters from the first issue on the first cover which the, the first cover has this sort of like um forty thousand leagues under the sea that kind of vibe you know you've got like um you know sea monsters like mass- massive eels and like squid and stuff like that um this it, i mean it's very cinematic for me it's a nice little um little story package i think sort of one i don't know whether it's going to have like a, a part well when i say part 2 like another series because both parts are available on comics house now part 1 and part 2 um but yeah it's it's very cinematic in, in the sense of like it taps into things that i kind of like um there's that sort of adventure there's the deep sea stuff but there's also a little bit of like the monster movie of films like um you know the the cave I mean that's a bit of yeah. a na- that's, that's a bit of a Naff Hollywood one, but it, uh, well, I mean it's alright in bits. But the you know descent? what I mean. The descent it has got a little bit of that where people are okay. investigating, and they're coming across like you know just giant squid and all this stuff under the under the sea. Um, you know, people people live, people die. There's strange um, sort of glowing, um, phosphorescent. Um, what's the word? um like uh it's not it's, it's like the algae uh like the oh crust.
3: yeah I know stuff under the sea. up yeah yeah, yeah. there's yeah. Lo- loads of that
2: luminescent
0: that's it yeah yeah there's loads of stuff like that uh, they are I, I will say um the artist is antonio mastria and uh and frank martin is the writer frank the writer is frank martin
1: <laughs> oh. no don't say that don't ruin it
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you would find out if you if you went to frankthewriter dot com um, and saw because it says at the top Frank Martin, comic writer and author. Um, Frank, mm. if you're listening to this show, you've been mentioned quite a few times, yeah. on the comic house ad. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but it was good to good to check out one one of these ones, and it was nice. It, it, something about the art and the the sort of pacing of the story felt kind of European to me. Um, the oh. art oh, no. uh, uh, um, like a very sort of, I think it's that sort of. It starts off you, with their small crew, and they you know, then they're getting briefed on what they got to do, and then they get in the sub. The sub is very strange, like the the deep sea sub that they have, because they, they're talking about it's built like a tank. It's one of the things that I was like, that's an unusual design, because um, they're because it, it almost looks like a small bus that goes under the sea um and at first i was like oh that's strange but then it kind of made total sense in the the context of everything um yeah there's weird creatures there's i mean do they find the survivors what do you think people what do you think and but nothing is quite what it seems and the way the way it ended up it's it's interesting because the, the the sort of finale of the story i was like oh that's that's pretty cool and now that i go back to look at the cover there's hints in in that as well i, I won't say it too, too much about it because i mean they're quick reads but they're that's not to say that there's not lots of dialogue and story and stuff it was just a quick read for me because i just enjoyed reading it i just read it and just thought oh right part two and it, there was something quite nice about knowing that i had a part one and part two and I, that was the story do you know what I mean rather than like reading a couple of issues and then wondering where the rest of it is so yeah the polar yeah, paradox like yeah,
1: parts is good you yeah the polar
0: yeah. paradox i mean there are s- slight hints to there's a bigger story uh going on um and certainly yeah do the characters survive we shall see we shall see um but yeah check it out the polar paradox if you look at comic house give it a, give it a read because it is, it is a fun one so uh, you yeah i to a jump on that one yeah that's that's a fun mm. that's a fun little read that
1: is so, um,
0: yeah. Okay, Tony, what's yours? Uh,
1: my one got sent in to us, actually, um, just yesterday. It's called Cloud Town. C-L-O-U-D, not Clown Town. Cloud Town by Daniel McCloskey. Uh, it's for younger readers. It's Hardback is $24.99, softcover 14 dollars which is pretty good when you realise it's 224 pages. Um, now, it's, I don't quite know how this, this works. It's, it says on it it's published by Amulet Books, um, but it's edited by Charlotte Greenborn, at Abrams Comic Art. So I'm not sure if it's a bit a sort of co-production thing. Um, it's not released until the 26th of this month. It's two colours throughout. It's described by the publishers as wacky mad science tale of robots and monsters, but also addressing friendship, family, and growing up. Now, this is a long book. I just, it really is, it's quite a long read, even though it's sort of um, young adult, you know. Yeah. I would if I was gonna um pitch it at a group of people, I would pitch it to the post Hilda. So if your kids have read all through Hilda, they're of that age and they're looking for something that's maybe a little bit more intelligent, a little bit more, not intelligent, it's the wrong thing, isn't it? A, bit, a little, more, <laughs> little bit more complicated. Do you know what I mean? A um, little, little bit more adult. And then this is, this is where it would sit. Um, the story is Pen and Olive live on a floating Island, a place that drifts above the surface of the earth, but also dangerously close to what is called the rip. The rip's one of those um, dimensional tears and, um, through the rip comes these giant kaiju-type monsters um, that are called Hurricanes. Now, I think that's quite clever, because what they do is they call the Hurricanes different names. And you know we call things like Hurricane Vince or something. You know, it's yeah, like that. Yeah. Isn't it? yeah. They're a bit like that. So, But rather than being actual Hurricanes, they're these, these giant monsters. Um, and their incursions into this world, and especially into the floating island that they're on, are taught in history class. You know, everyone knows about them. Even in the back of the book, there's these things that look a little bit like trading cards. Um, but the it doesn't just do that. It's not just about these monsters. It's almost the focus is more on teenia- teenage relationships and one of them's got a skateboard and, you know, who's getting on with who and who's, who's bullied at school and stuff like that. So it plays in the real life, which I always think, as we've talked about this before, I always think grounding the characters in realism and making you like or loathe or whatever you're going to do with them adds gravitas and adds weight when there is something like a monster appears, you know, it's a classic horror, horror cliche, isn't it? Yeah. You want to know about these two in the mm-hmm. woods, you know, about to make out so that when they get murdered, it has more weight. So it's a bit of that and it's really well done. It's got, um, I don't know how to describe the art. It's quite, um, it's that, again, it's that post manga feel to it. It's got an energetic bounce to it. Um, it's quite chaotic in a fun, a fun, um, exciting way for kids. Um, genuinely really good cartooning. Um, I think, like I say, there's this sort of, you know, we have to say who we're going to reach to it. And I think, for, um, I think, I think, I think the only thing I would say about it is the two color to me was a mistake. If you're reaching, you need to reach kids' eyeballs, I'd say yeah, probably go, color. yeah, <clears throat> go full color on it. But mm. like I say, it's 224 pages, so I don't know if that was feasible or not. Um, it's um, it's good fun. It's just one of those sort of things. I think I sent it to you, Danny. You couldn't open it earlier. No, yeah I, Most, yeah, I couldn't. Yeah, could open it. Maybe it's just sort of sent to me on because it came through the Neverland End thing, site. So yeah, um, it might
2: be locked to your email if you know if you maybe it, might it. yeah
1: yeah yeah, um, and as I say at the back, it's clever. I think you'd like it from a design point of view, guys, as well, because it's got that they play with a sort of trading card aesthetic in some of the, the back papers gotcha. and front papers. Okay, so they, they, these different monsters they're... They're not specifically Godzilla type monsters. Even a couple of them have a sort of Cthulhu element to them, done in a, in a quite a sort of um, um, Phoenix kind of cartooning way. Okay, you know, there, there's, yeah. there's a there's a bit of that sort of style to what there is in it, and it's just it's good fun. Uh, if you go to Daniel McCloskey, which is D A N I E L, and then McCloskey is M-C-L-O-S-K-E-Y, Daniel McCloskey com, you can see more of his stuff. You can follow him on um, Twitter at bia dan so it's b-e-a-c-a-n-d-a-n um yeah and he just reached out i think he's based somewhere in the states i think if you read his little bio thing it says that he traveled around in a van drawing this for a year or something exploring drawing america <laughs> oh, wow. so, kind of for a jack kerouac isn't it you know but mm. with ya novels um yeah so it's cloud town by daniel mccloskey is my one there you go my first one
2: nice okay Dan, what have you got next my next one is uh my 22 always works uh it's a comic that ran on uh, Kickstarter by Russell Hillman. Uh, I do have the credits here on who wrote the, the comic. Uh, script Russell Hillman, art by David Bath Gallart, led by Sergio Calvert, and it's dedicated to Wally Wood. Essentially, the, the comic is an exercise in exploring Wally Wood's infamous 22 panels that always works, uh, hence, referencing in the title. And it also comes to a piece of the dialogue in, <clears throat> uh, in the comic. And essentially, so it's a 22-page comic. Each page uh, references one of the sequences of uh, the 22-panel guide that Wally Wood lays down. I'm sure if you are listening to this podcast, you're familiar with that. If not,
1: uh, you Look can... Look it up go- online quite easily, can't you? Google it, yeah, yeah
2: and there's, there's, there, there'll be sheets online that'll be scans of uh, the thing. Essentially, it's a kind of, if you're stuck... Uh, trying to think of a pan- or think of an angle to put a, uh, a certain panel is a good way of looking at it. Thinking, oh, yeah, I could do that. I've certainly, there's a number of times where I've been stuck and thought, oh, shit, what am I going to do for that? You yeah. Look at that and think, oh, I can use that as a kind of a, a filler, if you know what I mean. Uh, certainly is, it a, is it a
1: story then? Is it something?
2: Yeah, and this is, is a story. Uh, it's essentially a, very much like a kind of 1950s noir story where there's sort of like cross lovers. Uh, and an old flame coming back into the uh, the character's life and how that plays out. I, I thought the story was quite good, actually. Uh, it's it's, so
1: it's done in, but only in 22 panels? You yeah, me?
2: 22 panels. Uh, each page is
1: uh, a panel, as it
2: were. So right. it tells the entire story using all those shots and gets away with it. It's a nice little exercise. Uh, I, like I said, I didn't kind of clock that when I first read it. Yeah. Uh, because it was such a long time—not such a long time—but like, even if it's a couple of weeks between you back and the Kickstarter and the comic arriving, that kind of uh, kind of association of reading what it was on <clears in throat> the Kickstarter to when you read it in the PDF mm. is yeah. is absent. I wish that would have been at the forefront. That they, they mentioned it right at the end of the comic, but
1: yeah, something uh, about him maybe. Yeah.
2: I mean, yeah. even showing—I'm not sure if they'd be allowed to actually show the the, the 22 panels from
1: Hollywood. It might get done by copyright or something. But,
2: um, yeah, that's true.
3: Yeah, it's
2: yeah. A nice to experiment. So the one, uh, the one
1: thing you did bring up earlier, dude, and I'll make you right on is—is is the cover didn't work for me.
2: Yes, uh, there's it's just essentially a blank cover with my 22 always works in in hand font. Uh, it looked like, like almost
1: like the the contents page somehow. Yeah,
2: I'm not—I'm not sure if I've got a. a the digital version doesn't have a separate cover or something yeah it, it yeah. might be that i'm missing out there because yeah it, it doesn't seem like that's the cover i could be wrong but uh yeah i if i was gonna say anything that cover yeah maybe you want to rework that because some,
1: sure. sometimes you get a comic through and the cover's separate don't you when you get a digital file through don't you
2: it's a good shout, so yeah. I wonder, yeah wonder whether
1: it, that hasn't been sent out or you didn't get it or you, you know
2: they might have just sent the print file that because you, you, you usually supply the cover, you sometimes you supply the cover separately, so they might have yeah. sent the, the print file to me, uh, or to, to patrons, as it were, because I think it was one of those ones, as soon as it kind of backed, like the file was there in a couple of days. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: Well, I was going to mention, we might have to mention that as a future topic, talking about Kickstarters, because uh, I don't kind of see the Kickstarter as like a store. If I'm back in a project and it goes a little wayward, that's fine. Like as long as you're I not almost taking have a time piss. limit on it, you know. I don't, yeah. but I don't expect it. It not like, on who's making it. As, well. as mm. soon as the project's gone greenlit, I don't expect it to be turning up on my door like hours after. Yeah, uh, well, anyone who's
1: running a Kickstarter knows it can take two weeks to get the money anyway.
2: Yeah, it's uh, yeah. yeah I, I just I I think viewing Kickstarter as a kind of an almost like an Amazon store where you. You're gonna get all this stuff, and you want complete professionalism. Uh, you expect professionalism, don't get me wrong, yeah. but like, it, it's gonna be sort of a few kinks. It's only usually single creators or a small team putting this stuff out.
1: But yeah, I think I. Yeah. It depends on if it's a pro doing it, and then I kind yeah. of expect it's gonna be ages, yeah. you know. Um, but so I, I kind of think six, six months is too much for me.
2: Yes, I mean, if
1: it gets to six months, I begin to. What about you, V? What do you think?
0: Yeah, I think so. I think
2: yeah, six months is. It depends yeah. if you, if it's one of those campaigns. that's like you're pledging, and then you get the they're making the artwork from your pledge. That's a different story, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: There's a, there's a certain amount of time where because sometimes it's fun to. Well, there's a certain amount of fun to forget that you've done something and then it arrives in the post you're like oh wow i, I remember i i yeah. pledged for this yeah that you know the, there is a certain enjoyment to that but the flip side is you know add another six months to that and you look up your kickstarter and just think oh shit i forgot i back to that and especially when land, it's because kickstarter months.
1: takes your money doesn't it so yeah. some people yeah. you've sent them 30 quid and you're thinking well yeah what other businesses are there that you pay money for and then you kind of Sit about for three years. <laughs> yeah, product. yeah, product—it's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah uh, I no. tend to, I tend to judge it per per, per creator. So some creators, yeah, yeah, put it straight through. Some creators, um, I, I, I kind of think, but certainly in the explanation on their page, you know, and you know, so, we're halfway yeah. through drawing this, and I know it's not going to be a couple of yeah, maybe. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It, yeah. And it, I, it, as always, it's communication. If no. I mean, you know. Heaven forbid something happens in the creator's life, or you know any kind of thing could come about.
1: Get contacted by dirtbags, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh,
0: but you know, and and certainly we've read those Kickstarter messages. We're like, oh, so sorry about this. This has happened. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's when it's when creators either don't communicate and then get shirty, <laughs> yeah, no, and, yeah, yeah. And, and just be like, well, oh, well, you know, why are you asking for this? What yeah. what, do you, what do you mean? Why am I asking for this? yeah um you know <laughs> i'm asking but, 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 you but, failed to do your job but the two, the, right two, the two are never the two are never linked the people that are constantly in communication aren't the ones that get shirty they're
1: the yeah, ones that, d- yeah i saw somebody write recently you don't know what i'm going through and i'm like
2: what you don't know what anyone's going it through. wasn't yeah. to me it
1: was someone else i'm like yeah what
2: yeah
1: and Every, yeah. everyone's going through something yeah 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 i think then, i think as well i think what with it, soaring prices and I filled my car up today with petrol, and it was like pouring lit- liquid gold into my car. I think. Oh, you know, yeah. so I think people are a little bit more anxious around um, money situation uh, in certain Price certain.
2: fucking uh, paper jumped up, yeah. yeah. Again, it's just yeah. fucking untenable, uh, man. Yeah. And I've, Before... I've
1: back projects that are from America that are pre the big price rise in postage, yeah. and they still haven't mentioned to me. Oh, by the way, we'll be charging more for postage because if they try and get any more money out of me after what's been almost four years, I'm going to say no. Send me
3: the book.
2: Yeah, it's not my problem. Yeah, yeah. it they were gone up four times by then. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <At> least. anyway, <laughs> anyway we're, 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 we're we're getting grumpy old men.
0: So, uh, yeah. So is that one. That is, sorry, Dan, I cut you off. Have you? Is that your? No, no, your, no, no, no. That was
2: all good. No, no, no. that was ah, just a quick side on kick, Kickstarter aside. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, right. Okay. My one. Here's the here's the synopsis for my last one. Looking forward to this. A natural born leader called Eyeball, the impetuous <laughs> mongoose the good-vibed Rainfall, the misunderstood Monaco, the feisty Telly Girl, the Team Wonder, <laughs> Starlita, and the almost-invulnerable Metalovsky are all part of the most, one of the most famous and greatly monetized group of heroes on the planet. Under the baton of Baldy, CEO of the team, they will defend the world and protect society's best interests. They are the Fabulous. Now... Did any of that seem like yeah. maybe they were plays on something? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm. Certainly if you look at it, they are. Um, Fantastic Four. Yep. Yeah.
0: <laughs> this is... Tilly, uh, Tilly Walden. As it, <laughs> as it says in the, on the page, it is a parody of the world's most famous mutants. and um, But this isn't just any old parody. This is script and art by Roger Cruz. Um, some of you may know that he worked on titles like X-Men Age of Apocalypse... Uncanny x men and x man his work on x man was one of the things that made me a fan of his, and I followed him for quite a time. This was a time where i mean influenced by like manga and Joe Madurai and stuff like that. Roger Cruz was also like you were seeing more of him on the shelves than some of the the bigger names, and i just i couldn't get enough. I loved it I loved his stuff and shame on me i haven't I haven't followed his career um properly since I sort of came back to comics. He did work with like image and stuff. Um, I suspect
1: he's been in video games and stuff like that yeah, yeah well probably.
0: yeah He's apparently he's got an award he did an award winning series called Zampu I don't <laughs> know I don't know what that is I've never heard of that but um I believe I believe what a comic series yeah uh, yeah apparently I don't want to get this wrong so I'm going to go to his Twitter page um I believe he's Brazilian
1: okay
0: uh yes Sao Paulo I hope I said that okay right. um and obviously uh, legit art skills, but uh, and he posted this uh on Twitter to so, and this was on Tapas. Four issues Oh okay. Yeah, essentially four issues. He said, he said he said he said, Here's um here's my comic, you know, this this comic called Fabulous. I think done a little while ago, I think around twenty twenty or something like that. Um it's th- it's three full issues and a fourth, um, called Fabulous Backstage. Now you can read it all on there for free. Um, it is the completed series, as it says. So I think this is something he he must have just done in some downtime, maybe, where during COVID or something he just did something. That he's he's the right He's done the writing and art on this. I just want to say the full credits for this. Roger Cruz is the writer and artist. Lillian Carmine is translation. So I think this must have come out in uh, Portuguese. Got that okay. right. Yep. Uh, Ed Ed Wagner, Inca assistant. Marcelo Maioli colours uh, uh, on the cover, and Octavio Cariello did the fabulous logo. Um, and it's, this is just—I <laughs> was saying to the guys when, because I, I when I read this, and I literally just burned through it. So much enjoyment because this is this is a parody of the X Men from that classic time. And if you look at the covers, you know there's a play on the the Cyclops character, who's the leader, mm. called Eyeball. He's just got like. Yeah, he hasn't got laser beams. He's just got one eye in the centre of his head. Um, you can't even see his nose, which adds to some like interesting details and stuff. Um, and it is the total play on the classic X Men we remember. You know, when we talk about the the, the Jim Lee sort, of Chris Claremont sort of run that kind of time. Um, and you have got three issues. Episode one is fabulous versus the Fraternity, who are a parody of the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Episode 2, Fabulous vs. Vampires, where it's them, basically, about all the vampires you could possibly think of in popular culture, and Roger Cruz has done his own version of them. I mean, this is just like an army of vampires. There's one that even sparkles, um, and they have their own names. <laughs> <laughs> um, including, there was one, I mean, it is also the parody like when you take a character's name, but you just change one letter of their name like yeah. uh like Logan is called Hogan in this <laughs> uh, um and he's I think he's Mongoose um yeah um and the third one is Fabulous versus Zombies um because there's a big zombie outbreak of course and the, uh, episode 4 is Fabulous Backstage which for people that just love looking at character concepts and design it is all the designs and just different covers and sketches this is and when i was looking at it i was thinking fuck this isn't just someone who just did a doodle and then thought oh that would be fun there's legitimate work that's gone into this and it's so I, I had a lot of fun with it i was laughing out loud i mean it's translate it is translated so i mean i don't know if there's any possible jokes that won't land for some people everything landed with me Quite frankly, I thought I thought it was written really well. It's it, it's written in that classic sort of um, you know, you had the like the Marvel uh, comics seventies and eighties. You know, when they were humor comics. You know, that sort of like energy, yeah. in di- the dialogue where yeah, it was it was just rolling. It it didn't dwell too much on like oh, here's my joke. Here's why it's intelligent. It's more like joke, joke, joke. Dialogue. It just like a mad magazine. Kind yeah, of totally. Thing it's got it. that sort of energy. Um. But I said to the guys when I, when I sent the link about it, I said, "What does it say when I enjoy a parody of an X Men comic more than I think I would an actual X Men comic, like a modern X Men comic?" Um, I don't know. Probably because it tapped into the that era of the X Men that I enjoyed. And we're talking like the animated series team here. You know, it's that kind of you know anyone who like that kind of stuff. Um, but even if the jokes don't laugh, you go for the art. I'm this has reignited my absolute love of Roger Cruz's stuff. If you're a fan of like Chris Imber, for instance. Chris Imber's Yeah. Like, I can uh, see that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah, he, he, yeah, he was uh, Um I I don't want to speak for you, Chris, but I'm I'm guessing Roger Cruz was a influence as well as like Joe Maduroyer, etc. Um Yeah, loved it. You can find this um on Tapas, which we haven't talked about for a while. I think we mentioned it last week, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. it's tapas.io/slash series/slash fabulous. Um, yeah, I, th- I mean, it made me laugh. That it was called fabulous because it's not—it's it, not an obvious parody. You were looking the, for
1: ab fab,
0: yeah, and comics. Oh, always, yeah. <laughs> always, always. But yeah, it's just—it's just good fun. If you—if you just want a, a good like half an hour to an hour of just reading some fun comics that will make you laugh and i'm not always into
1: like parody comics because sometimes they're sometimes they fall a bit flat don't they all yeah, that they failed do. universe and yeah. was that iron chic whatever that crap was a few years ago yeah, oh, but yeah. watch, watch mensch did you ever see yeah. that nonsense yeah. 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 yeah
0: i think it's because these books as well he's genuinely got a storyline going through them <laughs> there's there's genuine character development that you know, it, it flows through the issues, and I was like, okay, now it's not just I'm a joke, and that's it. You don't have to care." You, you, you will get invested so it's interesting when I look at the, the, the episodes uh for want of a better term on, on Tapas episode 1 it currently has 783 views episode 2 285 views 3 157 and 4 133 I wonder why you know that. ain't the, that a the, cry and shame eh yeah the natural yeah. drop off yeah. in comics it's weird it's weird because the consistency of this book from one to the even the back matter is consistent. I just went through it all. I just
1: I wonder whether it's more popular in Portuguese and they've got some, you know,
0: possibly maybe some people are like oh, don't don't parody my X Men.
1: Is Tapas mostly sort of manga web comic y type A stuff? A lot, now, lot it, or... of it is. I mean, right. I've not been on Tapas for Age ages. I, yeah.
0: I literally have not. It was literally I just clicked on this link and saw it, you know. It's um, so perhaps we'll have to see where tapas is these days i mean i will say on the featured stories it's all manga yeah yeah, yeah. um type books at the top yeah so it'd be interesting but definitely you know don't don't let this sort of pass you by you can follow at roger Cruz br on twitter and social media he's actually working on robin at the moment in comics Oh cool.
1: Oh, wow. I'm not reading Robin um, at the
0: moment. Oh okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um so so if you go on his uh, social media you see a lot of um him sort of retweeting the DC stuff and I think um as he says here there's um shadow war there's um something going on cuz has oh, been murdered. God, or, yeah, we talked yeah. about that last week. Oh yeah. fuck
1: me. That's crossing over all the bat the regular bat files. Yeah, boring yeah. my brain off. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs>
0: Um, but, yeah, he's doing Robin, which you can see from the cover. It's interesting seeing that sort of style as well to this kind of style because th- th- there is a difference in his styles, naturally, as they will. This seems like a creator just completely different. Because
1: Rassar Gould was his granddad, didn't he? Who's granddad? Robin's granddad. Yeah.
0: Oh, what? that that? Which Robin are we talking about? The
1: little Damien, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. All right. Uh, just stop caring anyway uh, <laughs> that, 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 that's my one read fabulous do it Tony take us home uh, my, say, my, how no, do you
2: mate. kill uh, Razel Gould because he's got the old uh, Lazarus pit I, yeah, I just... think they
1: just they literally like blow him up oh okay I don't think they've got access to the Lazarus pit at the moment they, they sort of comment on that in the, uh. the Batman always a detective issue give that's it a couple of years story. Dan he'll be back
2: he probably yeah, is, oh, there's yeah, one yeah. last Lazarus pit there's a million ways he can be right there, mm-hmm. so
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um my, my second one is something called Wes Deacon issue 1, it's 43 pages, coming soon I, w- I would be able to tell you when exactly it's coming but I, the, in the email that I sent to Harry Marcos to ask him when it is, I accidentally sent it to you and Dan and Tom Curry <laughs> so if you look in your inbox you'll have a message saying, hey Harry I saw that, yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> sorry mate, when's it, when's it out, I'm going to give you a recommendation of the show tonight and then and then tom messaged me thanks you two wankers for not messaging by the uh tom messaged me said i think you said that to one. i said that's because i'm a knob tom <laughs> he, um, but it's uh written and illustrated by ryan gutierrez letters by nick philpot published by marcosia um harry speaks to me every so often he, he generally sort of messaged me when he thinks he's got something i'll be interested in and he's right about this one the last time he did this was with the last Nur levy book that came out from marcosia which we obviously talked about no with his um, heavy metal book last week which me and dan both loved hmm. um so he has, he's got this new creator and it's it's, it's a it's a really great cover. Um, I think I, I showed it to you guys. It's sort there's a little bit of the old school Exo Man War or something about it. Oh, nice. um, Speaks to one of those sci-fi fantasy genre, you know, like the two the mashup between the two that you get. It's got like a human um, character in it. He looks like he's in one of those blue and gold body suits, costume art-stroke armor. Um, he's surrounded by. His crew from you find out it's his crew from the ship, and they're anthropomorphic animals. You've got like a wise man dolphin, you know, with little glasses, you've got a cat themed archer, um, it's a a white dog man, sort of um, wanderer character. Um, I just think it's a really good cover. I think, I think the best covers are a combination of iconic and and a little taste of the story, and I think that really does that with it. Um, it's, I I tried to in my head think about how I'd compare it, it's a bit like. Do you know the artist Mike McCone? You know his yes. stuff? Yeah. yeah. Yes. I really like his stuff. It's a bit like him if he did the Micronauts. That's where I'm going okay. with it. Yeah. That's, that sort of vibe to it, which is, is a high compliment for me. Um, the page one's got a bit of a Star Wars scroll on it and tells the story of um, where you've been what's happened. And it turns out that the um, th- there's been a terrible poison developed during a war that burned away most of the planet. And the story opens in a castle in the middle of nowhere, standing on its own. That is surrounded by a poisonous shell of gas, and there's this robot character. The robot's done as if it's a robot, but in a old school um armour. You know, like a knight, hmm. English yes. knight, you know, yeah. something. Um, and the it's a robot, and he tells the young master that the um planetary network is down, but the boy's more concerned about his brother who's dying. And his brother is this guy called Bay Nadin, who's the, which is the boy's name, and um there's a um from behind a curtain appears this female, she looks like she's maybe half ape or half something, like wood wood creature of some kind, um, and she has him swallow a seed. And um, the pair are transported to another place in what they call the land of quantum magic and alien nature. And out of that, um, you begin to realize that this guy, Bay Nadim, has a destiny. Um, in a kind of Luke Skywalker, Paul Atreides kind of thing, um, and he's, he's destined to do something big and to have this special power about him. Um, and the witch talks to him as if he's this almost messianic character, and then it, le- it leaps forward. So it leaps to years later to the pla- a place called the Planet Iron, and Bay has developed into a, a sort of travelling warrior in a spaceship, um, able to travel between between car- um, planets. And he's got this um, talking space mosquito that sits on his shoulder. These are all lovely drawn. The colours are great as well, really nicely drawn. Um, and he wa- there's this really nice sequence where he walks into this. Um, farmhouse and he sends this um this mo- space mosquito off he says have an explore and the space mosquito go- gets back to him and says there's a girl chained up downstairs in the basement like a young girl and um he but in there is this sort of family you know humanoid family is talking to him and he says to them very calmly um he tells them what they've done he says i know you've got this girl tied up you know you're not you're not you're're you're, you're planning to eat her you know, and suddenly you think, oh, where's this going? And then they sort of transform into these sort of horrific, cannibalistic, blood-fueled monsters, and he has to fight them. And it's a really nice sequence. Um, one of them, one of the creatures says to him, Are you some kind of savage god? And you get you get all this like little little hints and phrases that use that really build his impact, you know, build this sort of legendary status that you know he's at some time, some point going to um follow through on. Um he saves the girl and he takes her back to his ship, ship which is called the Grimstoke. Um, and it's one of those um, organic living ship deals. A bit like you got in Lex, maybe. <laughs> That's a callback, is um, to Lex. <laughs> and um, um, Bay ba is now called... This is my only problem with this book. is the title. He's called Wes Deacon. Right? Yeah. Now, I can see... Is it a combination of sort of West Deacon, you know, Deacon as in a religious character, but to me, it just sounds like Wesley Deacon, like this sort of fairly middle of the road name. Yeah. I don't know why it just, I don't know. I don't know, but he, it's, it. otherwise I absolutely loved it. I, I really, um, it reminded me, um, of something like Dreadstar, that okay. sort of feel to it, you know, hmm. that sort of, um, real space opera thing, but with these clever twists in it. And, um, um, I've I've written in my notes. It's like a spacefaring exo man war with a um, Paul mash mashup in a way, um, but with this team of warriors who are behind him. Um, there's a couple of it's it's an indie book, so there's a couple of creaky moments in the art, but the art is really good. said so re, I'd really um, really like to see the pencils and the you know the ink work on this guy's this guy's comic and the colors really well done on it. He's he's built um, some iconic characters that are immediately recognizable. Which I think is hard it's a hard game these days to get over with. Um, and um yeah really really good i think i re- recommend it i think it comes out in a couple of weeks i think um, from what harry was telling me it's getting released on comiXology and then the following week it's getting released it's a physical copy um so i think you, you can do either but i think i want a physical copy of this um and ryan gutierrez i think he's a dude from the states um definitely one to look out for i think um so if you go to the marcosia find marcosia on, on twitter find their website and you can order a copy um or you can get it through Comixology. I think it might be the week after next. So, but they go there and have a look for it. But it's really good. Really good stuff. Where's D. Oh nice one. Awesome. You know, one. Yeah. yeah, sounds awesome.
3: good.
1: Awesome.
0: So there you go. You are spoilt for choice with all the recommendations we gave you this week. And certainly they will be in the show notes, as well as uh all the other nonsense that we talk about. Right? Yeah. Um thanks again to Sue from Lawless for joining us. Cheers, to Sue. Talk, talk about the show. Cheers, Sue. Uh we hope to see you all there. Uh, and I'm sure we might see one or two of the ACP massive, um shows. <laughs> There's a few people with tables, isn't there? I know Dave yeah. Brown's got a table there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But to all you other people who couldn't make it, can't make it, um, thank you for listening anyway, because uh, we yeah. love you. See, I haven't even got, I haven't even got to the end bit yet, and I'm already saying I love them. That's how much I goddamn love <laughs> you in. all. Get it in early. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bloody love you all, and if you want us to talk <laughs> I about really it, love you. <laughs> Oh, have you? Um, I, I remember that. I had
1: a mate used to say it to every woman he met, and he was drunk. I remember overhearing him say it to a woman in a nightclub, and her saying, "But you've only just met me." I'll say it to anyone when I'm Will sober. You, you almost said any woman, then didn't you? You almost no, said, uh...
0: no, anyone, anyone. <laughs> I, I don't care about gender or anything. <laughs> I, I love all of you. That's all I got to say. <laughs> and if you and if you want us to talk about some awesome comic stuff. Whether it be uh, conventions, charity drives, whatever you're doing, please let us know. So we'll put it in the in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. and we will, and we'll
1: we'll yeah. put, a little, put a little cherry on top. We've been doing a own... bit of um, shout outs to people recently, so yeah, yeah, don't be yeah, shy. yeah, yeah. But yeah. well, um, if you do ask for a shout out, don't then the following week ask for a shout out, not having worked out that we gave you one already. Yeah, yeah, because it's a sure sign that you haven't haven't listened. Yeah,
2: we, we know when you're listening. That sounds yeah. a bit weird. If bit you. Yeah, we do give you a shout you can always share it so other people can hear you the shout out for your projects yeah there you go
0: kind of... yeah yeah, One hand hand brushes brushes, yeah. yes yeah, that's right. oh god yeah <laughs> um you can email us awesome comics pod at gmail.com to get in touch with us. you can also follow us on twitter at the awesome pod if you do facebook then go to facebook.com slash awesome comics podcast join the community group awesome comics talk on facebook and also the slack channel Slack, yeah, Slack, again. Slack group, yeah. awesome yeah. comics a podcast a Slack group. Go on there. There's loads of different rooms and different discussions, um, from create creative talk to uh, people get, people yeah. getting rid of old
2: books. Yeah,
1: there's uh, a lot of that going on. Yeah, it's yeah. good. i love yeah. and all that. Yeah,
2: I might have to be a fucking make a meme channel. I know that people will probably hate hate that, but <laughs> it feels bad to clutter up. I I did a shit one today. What was that stupid one I put on there today? Oh, Maybe it was Aunt have... May going to heaven and like the Tony Stark <laughs> and you were rubbing their hands.
1: We should have a e- Not Safe for Work channel, shouldn't we? Maybe. That's every channel. That yeah. is true. Because yeah. I I flicked it over on at work and
2: someone had posted up a woman's breasts. <laughs> yeah. A cartoon picture of, but still, I was like, whoa.
0: <laughs> Thank you for listening to us, whether it was on the website or Um mm. If you're a new listener, welcome to the show. Yes, We had a bit of an uptake um, in listeners. It might be because and regular listeners if you notice that the titles get a little bit clickbaity for the next next few weeks a bit juicy. We're trying something. We're trying something. Actually no I I can't
2: bring myself to go full clickbait but you know. (laughs) I think we should do like ramp it up a little bit and one do like really go in strong on it and then see if that garners reactions.
0: Yeah. Well I mean all I said was comics are they worth it and we had a
2: Fucking boosting numbers. <laughs> what does that say? It's Except- weird because I picked up quite a few more followers on Twitter last week.
1: The I'm pod did, not it, as well? Yeah, yeah. I
2: wonder if people were listening and sort of...
0: Well, if you're listening and you've come back, welcome to the Thunderdome, cause, and we're glad you're here. Whether you heard us on Apple Podcasts, uh, subscribe and leave a review, of course. you know, Just get the word out about this show and every, this madness we talk about on a weekly basis. Yeah. If if you listen to us on other networks, like Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, Podnose, Podknife, what are the we networks we're on, Tony?
1: We're on Pod, Tuning Fork, Cock. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, all the conversations you'll never know that we back. had. The, the, that's a call. <laughs> that's a call back before... Anyway. Please start recording. Yeah. Um <laughs> where can people find us online, etc.? Tony.
1: Neveronenthing.com for all your in useful links. There you go. And kinks. kinks. There you go. Kinks and links.
2: Uh speaking of kinks, Dan, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at VanguardComic, Comic and you can read Vanguard at vanguardcomic There's some massive thrills and spills coming up in these next yes. pages. You got a- some big shit's gonna go down. Thrills and
0: spills to pay the bills. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, yeah, definitely got to check that out because Vanguard's an amazing comic that you need to check out. Thank you. thank you. Um, <laughs> and if you want more of my stupid waffling, then follow me on social media at Jester Diablo. Thank you very much for listening. All jokes aside, we really appreciate you checking us out every every yep, week. Definitely, yeah. Um, we've got some fun stuff to talk about in the future. Um, we might get a little... Well, we've got some topics that we've talked about or we've got some possible future guests that we're trying to lock yeah. down. Some... Well, We've got some very exciting ones, possibly, but we're not going to say too much about it because we've said yeah. it before. Um, Nothing happened. He, got, he, they,
1: they've reached out. They've given us a little tease, a little tickle. Yeah, and we haven't yeah, heard about it. Yeah. yeah. I that, very that, can I just give a quick shout-out to London Gothic Graphic Novel who just messaged us after we gave him a shout-out last week and said, great podcast, fella. Loving the band's so made me chuckle. and you for hey, Oh, thank you. Thank, you. thank yeah. you.
0: Hope you came back and listened again. And uh, we hope you all have a brilliant week. Read loads of comics. Of course, make loads of comics um just recommend some comics to someone if there's a comic that you love that not many I'd people Yeah. Man. Yeah, if there's and and it's one that not many people know about that's what this show's about. Tell someone yeah. about it or you know whether it be on social media or just your mates just or your friends just sort of say you really need to check this out because not enough people know about it because if mm. that does, if that doesn't happen then sometimes a publisher will cancel that fucking series when I <laughs> know I'm over it I'm fine. Or, or, oh yeah, you got
1: you had a bit of a, of a huff this week, didn't you? around something? Yeah, uh, yeah, I yeah, yeah. About that, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So love the comics you love, Um and uh go forth. And I was about to say love each other, but that's a bit weird. That's so yeah, um, fucking much, but but we do love you, don't we, Dan?
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes, and Tony as well. I'm not even giving him a chance to no, say no. I don't. Yes, he does. I'm locked <laughs> into that answer every week now. Do you, yeah, you've got to say
1: yes now. Yeah, uh, yeah. And do you know what the
0: secret is? We're
1: locked into love.
0: If you <laughs> love, if you love comics, then of course Tony loves you because you've got something in common. So yeah, this... I would. If you're That's buying true.
1: comics and promoting comics, then. I won't love you, but I'll maybe like you. How's that? How's that? that? You You got a friend in
0: tea.
2: I
1: tell you, uh, you got a friend in tea. Tea. Anyway, I'm
0: I'm, I'm starting to sing Toy Story songs, so go forth. (laughs) Have a brilliant week, folks. Read loads of comics. Make loads of comics. Keep loving comics, and as always, what should they do, guys? Stay Stay awesome. awesome. Amazing. Couldn't say it better Mm. myself, which is why I get them to do it. Bye, everyone. (laughs)
2: Bye. See you later.